Here's a quick little test test. Today's episode is going to be a special bonus with featured guest May Hemmer. She is known as the sassiest thing in New Orleans and has been dubbed the Coco Barbie via <laughs> by Vita Devoid of Florida. This lady has a larger than life personality and has been gracing the stages of nerdlesque, neo burlesque, and much more since 2011. As a member of the Storyville Starlets and the Blue Stockings, she performed regularly at Burlesque Ballroom, Big Deal Burlesque, and many more independent shows and private events around New Orleans. Now life has whisked her on to a new state, North Carolina. Now one of the newest members of the Discordia Dames of Greensboro, North Carolina, not only has she traveled in the South, but all over the country and is continuing to take the country by storm one state at a time. But did she stop there? No. Not only did she attend her first international festival by attending the Montreal Burlesque Festival, she is now the 2017 Miss Montreal Burlesque and Lily St. Cyr Award winner. And of course, she's not only a burlesque performer, but a call, but a cosplayer as well. Her roots in costuming led to her love of nerdlesque as it was right up her alley. This led her to performing at various conventions and all nerdy things around the country. Her love of cosplay now revitalizes. Her love of cosplay now revitalized. She's hitting the sewing machine hard again to bring to life some of her favorite fandoms, both on and off the stage. You can check out her full portfolio of performances, awards, and publications by going to www.mayhemmer, that's M-A-Y-H-E-M-M-E-R, to stay in the know. All right. Is that working? Yeah, it works. Oh, perfect. Cool. Cool. How do I sound? sound? You sound great. You sound clear. Cool. You sound super clear. Yay. You sound good. Are you doing are you doing stuff? No, I was just closing my door so I don't get attacked. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold on. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and uh <laughs> shut the door before you hear hey. <laughs> <laughs> like your kids are gonna come in like, Mom, who are you talking to? Oh who's yeah, that? No, who's on the phone? I'm telling you, that's what's gonna happen. It's like they know. They know oh. when I'm on the phone and they're like, hey, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> stop. Uh-huh. Kids are wild. Uh, okay. Are you ready? You have some water? Do you have a snack? Yep. I have my snack. I have my agua. Okay, good. I think I need my, what's that word? Chapstick. Because I did this yesterday and I didn't have it. And I was just like, oh, my chaps, my lips are just drying out. And I'm mm. so into this conversation. <laughs> Girl, I had. So what happened with me was I um the weather's been changing. See. Oh yeah. I see I heard one punching on the door now trying to get in. Um <laughs> the weather's been changing and I woke up this morning, my ears draining. Mm-hmm. My sides are draining, my throat's sore. I'm like, can we not oh, my can goodness. we not do this right now? I know yeah. I have allergies, but this is th- I I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Are you feeling okay? No, I'm okay. It's just like I'm eating like miso soup to try and like calm everything down. But you know, yeah, oh, I, just I feel sound that slightly congested. Yeah, I was gonna say if I sound a little congested because um I don't feel congested congested, but my nose was just like 
real dry, like boogery last night and then woke up real dry and then oh, I had a yeah. nosebleed and I was like, cool, stop, please. Yep. That was me yesterday. It was con- like like real runny and now my my nose is dry. But like my throat and my ear is like, hey, drainage. <laughs> hey. That's always fun. Jeez. Yeah, I'm like, can we not? <laughs> oh, man. So before we get into all the questions and whatnot, how much time do you have? Um, I have like an hour and some stuff. Okay. Mm, yeah, I have about an hour and some stuff too. Um, but briefly, I just want to catch up because I haven't talked to you since like what was it like October, November? Yeah, girl, I I dipped out because I oh my god, kid went mm-hmm. back to school, not part mm-hmm. like not virtual, like he's been oh in person and mm-hmm. half out. Yeah, it's been oh it's been okay. an adventure. Yeah, cool, fun. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm just helping him readjust to being in the classroom safely mm-hmm. oh, that sounds tough like my sister yeah. um she has four kids one on the way and oh no girl no exactly girl. so she's having a time she should have just plank plank as soon as COVID now we can't do this right now we already got four no Mm-mm. yeah just, just just shut it down put it on lock but nope no she's like well you should have pulled out and all this stuff because like they're married and I'm Where like, y'all marry? How you want um, like, do something, y'all. Like, get on some sort of non-hormonal birth control if that's what you need. But like, uh-huh. stop them, you know? Yeah, because uh, that is not no, no. That's <laughs> cute. He should, right. girl. You cute. Y'all marry. You know? Come on. <laughs> As a right. married woman, yeah, right. <laughs> how that? How that discussion go? Yeah. So she's. She's how how far along is she now? She's it's she's 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 getting up there. She's getting real big. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's something. And she's still like working and working overtime in hospitals. Oh, and she's in school. Oh, oh. she's doing a lot. She, uh, so, I sympathize. So my mom was like, she's she's working her ass off, and my mom's always like, oh, she doesn't have time to talk to us and call us. I'm like, she's busy. She is busy and she has uh, two boys in school having a hard time doing virtual stuff online because they're at home. So they're like, they're comfortable. They want to like yeah, play Minecraft that, all that the way. Was, that was my son's issue. In his mind, he's at home, the end. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm like, I get it. Y'all want to play Fortnite and whatnot, but you got to have some time to learn to have some structure. Mm-hmm. And their dad was trying to give it to him, but he like, he's, he, they're, they're their father's sons, you know, like he's playing video games, he's watching anime, like he's like watching movies and stuff. And mom's like, you need some more structure with these boys. You got to get up off your ass and do all this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know how much you can force that mom, but okay. Let me know how that and, goes. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, uh as, I, a, as a married woman to a fellow mm-hmm. nerd with <laughs> two sons that are also now nerds. Yeah. And I'm trying to get the husband to back me up on this and what's he doing he on his computer fussing at his video game i'm like bro Mm -hmm. can we do this later i'm trying to you're not helping you're not helping my case right it's like come on now i'm trying to like instill some structure and christina did have like my sister she did have it but like there's only so much she can do oh yeah like you you can only fight so much and then like when they put when they went back to half in person half virtual man i shipped behind back 
I was I was very much the mom that was paranoid and scared. Mm-hmm. But after a year of this, I was like, oh no, you gotta bring your behind back to school. <laughs> yeah. You know what you gotta do. And the first mm-hmm. thing he does when he gets home is strip out his clothes and get a shower. Yep. Yep, exactly. And that's the thing, like that's what my sister does when she comes home from work, mm-hmm. especially working like extra like um not not luckily not so much graveyard shifts, but like she's working generally from like either 9 a.m. or 11 a.m. to like 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. It's just all day. She come home and she gets sprayed down with like um, disinfectant or t- and usually takes a shower also. And her skin is so dry. I'm like, oh, I feel sorry for you. Oh, skin. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She probably drier than drier than a desert right now. In the Sahara. But, yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, poor baby. But she's like, I got to do it. You know, I'm trying to keep my family safe. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I'm trying to make sure we have some money because I understand how it is because I lost my work until like November but yeah still I was just like oh I'm struggling she's like yeah I don't want that and yeah it's hard feel some sort of security you know and I'm like yeah definitely yeah and like her husband wasn't working and then he got a job at Amazon very briefly but Mm -hmm. he already has like a hernia oh yeah trying to do that Amazon work was not it and I was like well yeah yeah no it was not it I'm like yeah I didn't think so but I hope you find something. Dude, and like my husband <laughs> works at look, now. I don't know if the universe was looking out for us. <laughs> but when my husband got his job at Pfizer three years ago. Oh wow. Nice. That's what moved us up here. So then and then when he got because he was technically a contractor. And then last year they transitioned because they ended up getting rid of the contracting company, but kept a lot of the employees. So he just hmm. got, you know, absorbed. Yeah. But when he started working at Pfizer, you know, I was like, I don't know, the universe was looking out for us or something, because uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't work. If 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 we didn't, man, and New Orleans a hot mess right now, man. Yeah. Oh my god, girl, I was like, somebody up there looking out for us, praise be. But um, <laughs> but dude, like, but he working a lot though, because he's one of the the guys that help with the site here to keep it oh, up yeah. and running so like the boilers the chillers all the acs the H, you know the hvac stuff like he makes sure all the stuff that's supposed to be hot is hot and what's supposed to be cold is cold and then all the power stay on on this you know what i'm saying oh okay that's good but but dude he, really man good. he just getting they, they in overdrive yeah like, for sure because our site is one of the research sites and the production site are the ones that are up north i think it's in massachusetts or wherever up north and the other one in Germany. So we're like the research. I'm like, man, oh my God. Are you Blessed. home? Are you home yet? I need a break. Your mom needs a break. You know? <laughs> but. Yeah. If he's always busy. Yeah. And he gets to work from home a couple of days, which is cool. Oh, that's nice. But he be getting on my nerve. It's like, man, you better get my face. I'm like, dude, I'm so, why are you here? <laughs> go, go to your <laughs> office on site. Like, but the cool thing is that we're fortunate, you know, like this is definitely a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, a privileged thing of working with Pfizer. So he already got his shots. Yeah. And, oh, that's great. And, you know, they're doing households, like, mm. I think starting in March or something like that. 
So, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, you know, because anybody in the house, obviously, they, you know, if you were you a Pfizer employee and somebody in your house gets sick, I mean, they, they try not to have down, you know, like down, especially when they're producing all this shit, stuff, oop, things, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> um, things. And, um, <laughs> you know, they can't have employees getting sick. You know what I'm saying? Because then who's going to make that line of the vaccine? You see what I'm saying? So right. they're like, well, yeah. the household too. So I'm over here like, man, people going to be mad at me <laughs> trying to figure out how I didn't jump the line knowing I'm not 60 something, 70 or whatever, or I'm not, right. a, or I'm not a, a <laughs> healthcare worker. And I was like, but they, but they're right though. Because if somebody in the house gets sick, and the employee gets sick. You know what I mean? Yes, it's not going to be good news. No, 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 it will not. Nope. Yeah. So honestly, it really is better for like the whole family to get. Yeah, well, the adults, yeah. But you know, and yeah. so I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. All right, all right. I guess I'm just going to get my T virus shot and call it a day. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Like my sister. She is like, I don't know if I want to get it because she's like, she's like this close to being like an anti-vax. I'm just like, girl, you better not. Like, it's, are you, are you serious right now? Uh, <sighs> but I mean, she still takes it seriously. Like she wears her mask and everything, but I'm like, girl. Yeah. I mean, you, I, you were, once I got medical, cleared that I could take fine. it because, you know, if you have certain allergy things, they mm-hmm. don't want you taking it. So I had to go through all that to, with my doctor to make sure that I was kosher because I do have a lot of allergy issues and they want to make sure I didn't mm-hmm. have any med medical like medicinal allergy stuff going on oh yeah because that's mm-hmm. a, a an adverse thing and people right though that second one does knock you on your butt because my husband poor baby oh my god that second one he had me mm-hmm. worried because he got the chills real bad mm-hmm. and he kept me up all night and i was freaking out and got him ibuprofen and everything dude and then he woke up feeling a million bucks, but I'm over here lacking sleep because I'm up here staring at him, making sure he ain't dying. You know what? Like, <laughs> he's like, wow, oh my geez. God, I feel great. I'm like, I hate you right now. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I mean, that's definitely married life, but also it's good to, it's good to know because I don't know anyone who's gotten their second shot yeah. to tell me. Most people, like, most people have been like. getting knocked on their butt on that second one, mm-hmm. but they, but it doesn't last long. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. also, it depends on which one you get in the Pfizer or the Moderna one. But people are cracking jokes. Well, I'll say that one for later. I don't think that's PG, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking cracking jokes about the vex? Of course. Oh, no. People it's always a meme. Somebody, it was funny. It said, um, oh, God, how was it? God. Somebody made a sign for their store and it says, uh, have, have, felt, have faith in the Pfizer vaxxer. Don't forget that they make Viagra. Oh yeah, if they Pfizer can raise the dead. They can save the living. <laughs> I was like, oh my, oh, my goodness, <laughs> that's hilarious! Oh my god, fired. y'all are fired. Everyone's fired. Get out. <laughs> I was like, get out the doors this way. But I mean, they kind of have a point, though. Like, have some faith. I mean, we're also dealing with an ever evolving disease that we still don't know enough about because yeah. it keeps having different mutations every time you turn around i'm like jesus y'all like come on you're working with what we got right <laughs> right right like i'm trying to like do my best here and people are just like well i don't know about this or that and i'm just like oh okay i mean 
mean, if they haven't had 4 million people die from the vaccine, I think we good. We've had more people die from the disease. Then like, <laughs> I'm like, come on, y'all. Right. Like, come on. And, and every time someone like has any sort of adverse reaction to it, they they're stop. like, well, it's trying to kill yeah. you. It's trying to kill you. And it's like, it's really not. But like, they have an adverse, the people, both Pfizer and Moderna, they've been very, um, you know, they stop and reassess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They figure out, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just saying, like, there's a, there's a, there, there's always some trial and yeah, error. They, they're not, they don't keep pushing forward with the same one. They stop and reassess. You know, they're like, mm-hmm. if one person in our trials did it, why would we keep, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm and like, everyone's y'all... different, you know? Exactly. Like... I'm like, y'all got to stop playing. Like, y'all just, y'all just need to, you know, accept the fact that we're in a pandemic and we got to work mm-hmm. with what we got. Exactly. Like, let's not, do all this extra shit just because I don't America is the fucking worst. It's so ghetto here. Dude, I'm praying for aliens <laughs> fly by and be like, nah, fam, don't stop there. Roll your windows up. Yo. Roll exactly. Exactly. Up. Roll the windows up. Don't even look. Don't even look. <laughs> like, don't even look that direction. Mm-hmm. You know, they like, probably don't spread word. Nah, y'all. Earth is the hood. Don't even go by that way. Don't even swing that mm-hmm. way. Yo, yo, your spaceship tires might get jacked. Like, just don't even. <laughs> Exactly. Even, like you don't want you don't want to deal with them. Girl, and then you know, people we got all that funny stuff because people are like, I will pay you to abduct me. Like just get me. <laughs> you take bet get me off the planet. Do you take Bitcoin? GameStop stock. Like what you got? Like I Right, you take Bitcoin? Is that y'all? Like please get me, get me out of here. It's just you know, I'm just like, bro. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> Oh, okay. Um, so with that, that was a nice, good clearing. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, America is okay. a Gucci belt from Amazon. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> oh my god, I'm done. I'm, I got it out. It's gonna fucking fall apart in two weeks. Right, man. Right. You can't get your money back. Right. Return that bitch right back in. Oh my All right, goodness. I'm done. All right, I had to just get that one out. I felt it in my soul. <laughs> no, that's okay. I appreciate that. That's fucking hilarious. A third, um, a third world, first world country. What the actual? <laughs> literally, like how? How does that even work? We're doing this to ourselves. How does it even work? <laughs> how does it work? Make it make sense, please, because this is. Uh... Oof. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Somebody adopt me. Shit. Please, out of this country, out of this whole planet. But anyways, um. I was going somewhere with this. Um, now I can't stop thinking about fucking Gucci Bell from Amazon. Amazon. Yes. Oh my god. Nah, I couldn't help myself. And, and like the logo is just like always upside upside down, no matter which way you turn. Yes. Like, the bootleg dude on the side, the road to be selling the CDs, also selling that Gucci Bell. Mm-hmm. Is that actually Gucci? Gucci? It's like Gucci or Gucci or Hoochie or something. It's Gucci. Yeah. Gucci. <laughs> It's actually a J that they made look like a G. Yeah, and you're like, wait a minute. Is this permanent? Is this Sharpie? Oh my God. <laughs> is this dry erase? What the fuck is this? Is magic marker? Is this Sharpie? Ah! <laughs> I'm done. I love it. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh, okay. So this um this whole conversation, I guess, obviously is gonna be edited down and it's gonna be not as long since we don't have as long today. Yeah than our previous one so we can definitely have another 
Yeah, um, and I have some time. I mean, as long as I'm, yeah, I got some time. We'll see if it if it starts if I start hearing children killing each other. Um, you might have to go. I you know, but uh, I should be good because the husband's home, and I swear to God, then I'll just kill all three of them. All right. Yeah, <laughs> you're like I'm just as close to snapping. It's, it might just happen, uh, dude. I'm doing sober February with no booze at all. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. Yeah, I'm uh yeah. <laughs> about that i'm here Patience. for you call me if you need to i'll, I'll just Not like existing. i'll just send you a picture of me drinking water this water is delicious make sure you have oh some yeah water. i'm drinking so much water right now yeah i'm, I'm watching your your progress of your water oh, llama, I love, water llama? So yes. I love this Ooh. app it's, it nags me which is what mm-hmm, i need mm-hmm. to tell yeah. me you ain't drink water in two hours <laughs> i'm like well crap Girl, get quenched. Be hydrated so you don't dehydrate. Exactly. Okay? Oh my god. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, this one is gonna be real. Uh, I guess kind of brief, and it's just gonna be focusing on very much on cosplay, a little bit of nerdlesque, like kind of like we did yeah, before, yeah. but with very specific questions about your experience and overall in the community with not just 28 days of black cosplay but also like black history mm-hmm. month and and like um the overall climate of the cosplay world and community because i feel like you're really you're really in there I, I, uh, yeah i guess mm-hmm. i mean i wouldn't call myself a cool kid like you know monkey role I think and all cool them, but you know like i i do it for fun you know what i'm saying so like mm-hmm. i i don't know it's been weird especially after the cosplay that i did um Mm-hmm. earlier this week that got blown up and i didn't expect for it to <laughs> wait what? oh 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 um yes. yeah freaking amazing that woman holds a special I... place in my heart because of my ethnic background okay. so like when yeah. i got the opportunity and i was like i'll take bessie bro like <laughs> mm-hmm. but i can go into that whenever it gets to that point because like, there's a whole story behind how that whole costume came together <laughs> Oh, yes. I definitely want to hear. It's definitely becoming, it, I feel like it, de- it definitely, like, blew up, not just because you did it amazingly, but also because of uh, Lovecraft Country. Yes. And we can talk about that briefly. Yes. A little bit. So, oh, my God. Love so, yeah, show. I was like, yeah, it's freaking so good. And I'm so upset about, was it not the Oscars, the Golden Globes? No nominations. Dude, I'm like, are you kidding me right like, now? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nothing? It's an award show. Nothing. Man. I was like, this is why we talk about y'all, but you know what? We're going to leave that where it is. Yeah, I know, I know I'm going to have an episode on that later on because, like, it's a whole thing with, like, award shows. I'm just like, what the fuck? I've never been into them since I was a kid because I'm just like, this seems, this seems real circle, circle jerky in one way or another for, like, all the white people. I mean, even though people of color are just, like, killing it in one way or another and they're just they're not like, being acknowledged. No, and it's really frustrating. We're ignore this happened. What? Yeah. Right? And it's funny because, like, even British white people come over and they're like, oh, no, no, I feel like. I feel like the things that aren't being uh, spotlighted are always are always the things that are done by people of color. That really has lots of merit, and you're just not trying to pay attention to it. And they're like, "Oh, do you mean like little women?" And they're like, "No, I'm talking about hustlers." Yes. Like, watch that. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, love, love that whole story. So yeah, actually, I still haven't actually seen Hustlers myself, but Maybe I need go to see, see it. it. Ten out of ten, recommend. Just go oh, watch it just for the plot. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I'm gonna want to get back on like the pole so bad because I haven't done any pole dancing and like it's been so long. You're you're I'm my hero. I got zero of a body strength, and I am not about to make a fool of myself. 
I look, I'm just staying in my lane. I don't care if it is, it, it would be just for exercise for me because I just, you know, mm-hmm. I need it. But, but I'm staying in my lane because, like, I tried it once. I was like, nah. <laughs> I was upset. I was like, no, no, no. This ain't yeah. Gonna work. Oh, geez. Oh. Oh, that's okay. It, it, it takes a lot of practice and work, honestly, because I, I feel like I didn't have enough upper body strength, even though I had like rock climbing in my mm. background. But I was like, oh, either way. It's all. It's a really good thing to do, especially just like yeah. exercise. Okay, burp. Let me get this burp out. Okay, and now we can start. Three, two, yep. one. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the Tiny Mike Talks podcast with your hostess, me, Lavish Jules. Today, I am joined with cosplayer seamstress extraordinaire, all the way from North Carolina. May hey, what's poppin'? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, Thank welcome. You. Thank and you for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for uh, coming back, even though Zoom decided to destroy all of our previous Dude, recordings. Dude, Zoom is the devil. Like, I mean, I like it for some stuff, but bro, if it's, it, I'll, I'll fool with Discord before I uh, <laughs> fight Zoom again. Right. Yo, and that's the thing. I actually recorded one. I think after we talked, because I did a pan an online panel at this mm-hmm. convention. I'll tell you about it. It's really fun. Um, but I did a panel about cosplay horror stories on oh, yeah. Halloween. And it was so fun. And I was trying to record Discord and Anchor. And it was just like, nope, you have no audio here. And I was like, why? How dare you do this to me? Like, I was so rude. upset. Rude. Yeah. Rude. But, I mean, it, it probably doesn't help that my computer is trash. So, <laughs> hopefully... <laughs> Hopefully, um, that won't happen again when I get a new tablet. Eventually, if you want to support me getting a new tablet, uh, check out my Patreon, where you can listen to extra bonus audio from yeah. this episode and the rest of the episodes from this yeah. month. Yeah, get this. <laughs> oh, a freaking tablet. Yeah. If y'all yes. balling out of yes. control, <laughs> get her enough to get her an iPad yes. Pro. Yeah, yeah. it's going to make everything in my life easier. Yeah, <laughs> It'll make everything in my life easier. I don't use Apple products because they're like, they're super clean, which is good, but I can't find anything ever, and I'm just like, oh, you gotta, you gotta, where you gotta is learn any- how to make that Apple thing, yo, 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 yeah, that. um, cause uh, <laughs> I've got it down to a science for my for all my stuff being synced. Oh yeah, dude, you just gotta, you just gotta talk, you gotta wiggle with it, you gotta play with it, and you'll find your own little jive. And you trust me, I got all my stuff synced. I can pull up stuff from my my bit my iMac on my phone. That's how I've. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I wish I had that. Freaking ooh, let me do that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Cause I mean I have Android and I'm used to that, but I also have like Chrome, which See? I like. And Chrome does the same thing where it syncs everything. Use, and I'm like, I don't use yeah. Safari. I hate Safari, but I do use nothing but Chrome on all my stuff. Um, so because mm-hmm. it does sync. Yeah, and that's so simple. you know, you just gotta yeah, find I mean, like... honestly, like I had to save for this new computer that I got. Like I man, mm. That's a whole nother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I traded in my old <laughs> laptop. That's how bad I wanted a new computer. Um, but yeah. yeah, like it's just, you know, it's it's worth it. Um, but I wouldn't say go out and buy like the biggest, baddest thing. I will say that after yeah. having my iPad Pro, I didn't understand why I had a computer. Um, mm-hmm. except for some <laughs> of my software will not obviously work on an iPad Pro. So um oh. but everything else does. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I'm only hearing good thing about tablets. Yeah. Like, like if you don't want to have like a giant bulky computer that's gonna take mm-hmm. up space, 
and like you have a small laptop that's not doing enough yeah. get a tablet Honestly, and i'm like okay I, had, bro, I love it and um the only reason i have a whole computer uh desktop is because i have a lot of embroidery software that i need a like a yeah. giant screen to see all the detail work on it so like you know i have a 27 inch imac uh that I can do all my editing and digitizing on, but you know, that software doesn't work on a tablet because it wasn't built for that. You, it's, mm-hmm. you can't, like, yeah. you just can't, there's no way. Yeah. Yeah. If there was an option, that's fair. I that never would, I would not do it on a tablet because you need that space to, to play with everything. Yeah. That were, that makes real like lots of sense for yep. like graphic artists or like textile artists like you. So I don't think I'm doing all that kind of stuff unless I really have to eventually, but I mean, if I really need to like print something, I just go to the library. Dude, and, like, no. print this. If you have an air, if you have anything that has like air printing capabilities, you just do that from your iPad. Oh yeah, Bluetooth. Girl, yeah, I over. Kind of crap off my iPad. Trust me. <laughs> all the things. Nice. But speaking of um, textiles and textures and oh, I had it and then I lost. Mm-hmm. Oh, embroidery. Let's get into the details of this episode. So, before this, I spoke a little bit about your bio, but something that's not in there is how long you've been cosplaying. Oh, Lord. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, oh, my gosh. So, my parents lived in Japan for, like, 10 years. Amazing. um, I was, like, born right at the end of that. And so, my parents had a lot of swag and had a a lot of love for the culture. Um, But... You know, my mom would always dress me up. Like she would always play dress up with me because I was just always a kid that just I don't I don't know if it was just innate, but whenever I came into the mind of wanting to like do costuming, uh, like for Halloween and stuff, she would always like help me make little costumes, you know, for holidays. But she also used to dress me up in like a lot of Japanese stuff that she had gotten, you know, before they completely moved from overseas. Um yeah. And so, like, I grew up on, like, I-, I was that kid that watched all the old Godzilla movies. Like, I watched yeah. all the samurai movies. Like, I saw a lot of the anime before it actually hit the States because of my parents. <laughs> and, of course, when they did the-, the dubbing, I was like, that's not what the sub says. And these are not, okay, whatever, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, she she helped me, you know, make up costumes and I would come up with the weirdest stuff and but my aunt is the one that taught me how to sew because in her mind she thought I needed to sew and she knew how to sew my aunt's autistic and she's a savant when it comes to making like clothes and everything so it's like she's like maturity wise like 15 um but you you know when I was (laughs) was a child she was able to explain sewing to me from the point of a child's mind so I picked up a lot of stuff only because she was able to explain to me on my level. Of course, as I got older and, you know, I kind of outgrew her maturity level, I learned a lot of stuff on the fly, but I still kept a lot of the weird terminology that she taught me about stuff, right? So, like, I just mm-hmm. kept, you know, once I knew how to make stuff, I would just make it. So around the age of eight, because I started sewing when I was five, uh, Oh my oh, god, yeah, that's amazing. Hand sewing, had a little janky machine that she let me fool with so I wouldn't break hers. Um, you know, she had an <laughs> old school singer, pedal singer. Um, and oh, uh, but yeah, so my first cosplay when I was about eight was I called wow. it Bat Cat. 
girl, I don't know what I was going through. Um, it was all black outfit. I had a superhero mask on, cat ears, mm-hmm. but I had bat wings attached to my arms and my back. Um, I had like a little bat cat weird sim girl. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know what my eight year old head was thinking. But I wanted. I didn't want to be Batman. I didn't want to be Catwoman. I wanted to be Bat Cat. Yeah, like their cute little yeah, love child or something. Like, That's so cute. You know, my mom is not a sewer at all. Like she doesn't sew to save her life, mm-hmm. and she just you know humored me as a mother, and um, mm-hmm. she uh. She just was like, okay, whatever. You know, she just got me the fabric and she was like, is this what you want to do? Go for it. Um, so yeah, I think I want to say officially, probably around the age of eight. And then I would like that's about the time I just dis- discovered like conventions. So my mom would just humor me and mm-hmm. buy my little membership and let me run around with her um at cons and stuff. So mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm so jealous. I've never been to a convention with my mom, and I don't think we're ever gonna go to a convention oh, no, together. That's when we were younger. But I, I like the idea. Her, for real, right now, like I can't play. I, yeah. I, I had one. In, girl, mm. I hung out yeah. with her once. That that's a whole nother story. <laughs> I, I can't mm-hmm. with her. I can't with her. Yeah, I love her. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll probably have you back for like a Mother's Day episode, since I mean, I know a lot of like moms in the burlesque scene, and I'm not one. Besides, like being a pet mom. But I have interesting stories with like my mom and performing and just our weird oh, experiences yeah, together. But you know, I can I can tell y'all some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> moms be wild sometimes, you know. I'm like moms are life. Yeah. That's, like, that's <laughs> decide. I can't hang out with you. No, we done. Yeah, no. like I, I can't. No, mom. We, I love no. you, but like I can't. Bye. <laughs> yeah, well, that's such a lovely story that you're telling me about. Um, like your mom getting you into cosplay, like you're probably just such an adorable child. She was like, I should dress Dude, you up like my, a little doll. She so had crazy. a um one of my grandmother's colleagues slash best friends. So my grandmother taught for like 40 years. And the woman mm-hmm. that made my mother's wedding dress, um, made all kind of stuff. This woman was impeccable. She made me not my well, yeah, she did make my christening gown, but she made me this baby dress that made me look like a freaking doll i wish i had the picture my mom has it but this woman made me like one of those cute little flouncy uh little girl like baby girl dresses that has layers and lace it was like sapphire blue because of when my birthday was and it just had white lace all over it and then like as i got older i was like you let her put me in that (laughs) i loved it i was like you don't think it's beautiful I look like a cherub doll in a bundling of layers. And my christening gown that this woman made, my mom went ham. I was like, I'm so done with you. You just on the slick, just. (laughs) All right, I want her to be covered and smothering and lace. I was like, Ma, like, what? (laughs) Right. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, it was cute until I got married. And I had to tell my mom to back back because she was, oh, my God. Oh, was she like Dude, a little overbearing? She's like, I'm gonna make your whole thing. Buying my dress as her gift to me, and my mom was trying to put me in cupcake mm-hmm. dresses that were bigger than I was. I'm like five two, y'all. Like five oh two. What I look yeah. like, and with mm. a short toes, so what I look like in a dress that has more layers than my soul, 
of chiffon and I was just angry I was like I'm not wearing this I can't even move in this but she was like oh my god but it's and she wanted to play dress right. I was like nah and my grandmother was like are you paying for this my mom went no she don't pay. just because you decide to have your dress made does not mean that this girl cannot pick what she wants I went oh my god but I was like thank you grandma I'm gonna hear about this later though oh my god the petty I was like I'm trying to figure out where I got my petty from my grandmother was savage she didn't give a crap about nobody's feelings yeah but it'd be like that because like my mom was the same way with my sister she was like oh your dress should be this your dress should be this and my sister picked out her dress and she like covered the top of it because it was designed that she wanted but she couldn't get it um Mm -hmm. altered in time for like the top like shoulders and all that stuff and she's like well i wanted to i wanted to be able to wear it uh more in the future for like my um Mm -hmm. my anniversaries and whatnot and it'd be easier to let out if it didn't have sleeves so i just did a little shawl to cover the top of it because i'm pretty sure this was like in winter when she got um Mm -hmm. when she had her ceremony yeah it was like november so it was cold and i was like that makes sense and it looked really beautiful and i and my mom was just like "Mm." she kept turning her nose up at it and in pictures you cannot tell if these are oh see that's all so i'm like see like and i picked i picked a a form like a more like a-line dress it was fitted at the top strapless a-line dress with a lace overlay and you know it was very sleek my mom did not she wanted me to look like I don't know what, but I, that's just not my vibe. Like, that just was not my vibe for my wedding. I was like, I'm not going to look like Princess Diana in 40 layers of poof. That ain't my, that's not what I want, girl. Like, I mean, this is a cosplay to wear a robot la Frances, but I'm not trying to get married in that. Like, no. I want to dance. I want to get lit. I want you to move. Like, unless you're going to have like a costume change, which, would not be out of. I mean, the I, ordinary, I, but, I considered yeah. it. I ain't gonna lie. I told my, I told my mom. I'm like, if I have to wear this, you gonna buy another dress for me to change it. That's what I told her straight up. She shut up real quick. Right. She shut up like, real yeah. quick. Speaking of uh, expenses, do you recall what your most expensive costume is? And I know it always comes down to like fabric for you, since you. Like, I don't know of any commission or cosplays that you have commissioned. Yeah, you pretty much make all I've of them, only, right? There's only one dress I had commissioned, and that was when I was in, like, fresh out of college, like, literally mm-hmm. just graduated, gotten my first real tax return from my, my, my brand new banking job, and I decided I was going to drop nice. $1,800 on a silk dress. Oh, um, my God. Yeah, I was stupid. I was a stupid 21-year-old. Um, I had the Claudia dress from Interview with the Vampire, like her red dress, remade. Oh, but I had damn. it made in purple silk. Purple silk mm. Dijoni, like a royal purple with black Venetian lace all over it. <laughs> because I'm crazy. Um, and <laughs> I do I I still have it, it anymore, but I still got it. My behind oh my gained all kind of weight after these kids, and during quarantine fifteen, yeah. I went from like a hundred and like yeah. ten to a hundred and forty three. So like, I ain't finning nothing. Um, no, <laughs> I sounds like so some I nice ain't mad about it. What I was mad about was how quickly it happened. Yeah. I ain't have no time to alter my stuff. It mm-hmm. went, we here now. I went day surprise. And my friend, my friends were like, "Well, I, I was like, no, it ain't nothing about the way. I have nothing wrong with the way. I like how I look. I, I don't like the rate that it happened. 
can a can a girl get a warning? Yeah. Can I can I get a ten pound warning? Not a ten minute warning, a ten pound warning. Start letting my stuff out. Nah, fam. Yeah. Here it is. I went. Oh, okay. All right, full on. Pretty much. Like, gotcha, bitch. Pretty much. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, oh, you wanted to be thick? Here it oh, is. Hey, can I say my shit? <laughs> Right, like I'm thinking about. I need to. I was like talking to uh my other friend Avery X Machina, yeah. who's a performer here in Milwaukee, and a big cosplayer. And we've done some group cosplays together. Like she did um, where I like started this Daffy cosplay, and she did bugs, and we have like black and gray dresses. And she's like, oh, I have, um, I, I can't really fit into my bugs dress anymore. And I was like, I don't think I can fit in my Daffy Duck dress now that I think about it, because I I think I could barely fit into it at the time. And now I really probably can't. It's probably just like it's gonna go Dude, from like my, a dress to like a some of my top. stuff. I so, had like, to wear my elf dress, that green dress I posted on Instagram for a thing, and I had to take mm-hmm. a video of something for this D and D show that I was doing. Like they just wanted a video of me, like so they could make like a little bit. My mother in law went mm-hmm. to lace me in that medieval gown, and she goes, "So you don't have to show the back of this, right?" And I went, what's right. wrong? She goes, so, I mean, you. this is real sturdily made, but I'm going to have to beat you up to lace it. And I was like, hold on. So I pulled the top yeah. of it down, went and got one of my waspy corsets, had her type me in that to where I couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Then I had her put the dress on, mm-hmm. which went, oh, I mean, that was at that point. Now, now can't even, no. And <laughs> so I, then I put her oh. in there and she goes, can you breathe? I was like, look, can you hurry up and grab my phone and hurry up and get this recording so I can get out of this? It just needs to be like a 10 right. second video. So can we hurry up and make this 10 seconds real fast? Because I'm trying not to pass out. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That that eighteen hundred dollar dress can't oh it. It's still it's still, oh my in, my, God. It's still in my closet. <laughs> Looking back at me. Now that I know that we're the same height, I will um I'll I'll like make a savings fund just to like send you the amount that it costs to get Dude, that dress made, I will and I'll see buy your it. measurements. Be like, bro, you want this? Take it. <laughs> hey, let, let's right? see, let's see like, if, they, if they line up. Because guess what? I can't fit in this bitch anymore. Something that expensive, I would never want you, or honestly, anyone, to ever to be like, oh, well, I can't fit oh, this. I'm gonna sell it for fifty bucks. I'm just gonna give it to someone. Unless it's like a, unless it's really something new. Like, I'll give it some depreciation, but no. Right. I right, was like, that like was that's, silk. Mm, no. <laughs> and no, no, no. no. Sorry, y'all. Sorry. Right? Wow. Yeah, and like that's the whole thing. And we were like, um, let's do like a, a like loungewear versions of like bugs and daffy. Like, oh, nice I love little that actually. Caftan, like, um with a cute little turban mm-hmm. <laughs> lug go full on. Yeah. Yeah. I already have like some cool like hair and pants that are really soft and comfy. Which I Dude, I don't know if I can lot. put those either. <laughs> tights and leggings and yoga pants because mm-hmm. i just refuse to buy more clothes i'll buy more fabric but I right. yeah like <laughs> we'll exactly. make these stretchy clothes work it's fine yeah so <laughs> oh so speaking of i know you have your picture of or your cosplay as cersei and i'm gonna post that one because that one's amazing of you with the What's that? The, oh, the shame yeah, night? the shame. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah. I, I was thinking like shame no, wizard from Big Mouth, but like I'm like, her hair chopped off and stripped down, and they walked her through that. Yeah, so 
Yep. So yep. I yep. Had... Yeah. But but that wasn't planned though. Yeah, you just like ran into the city at a convention, so, right? Um, I had made that yeah. say outfit four days before that convention. Um, because I'm crazy. My God. And you're crazy. I literally went through my fabric hoard stash and was like, I gotta have something that looks like something. Like I gotta have mm-hmm. something, like anything. It's not gonna be screen accurate, but the point's gonna get across, right? So and so <laughs> I was like, all right, so I made it, got it, you know, went there to do the photos with the people that I, I, I had plotted this group thing with. I was walking through Galaxy Con and all of a sudden I hear mm-hmm. a bell and I hear shame and I turn. And she's pointing at me. <laughs> and I went, oh! Ah! And then we laughed and ran through the crowd. We don't even know each other. Like, we just ran through the crowd. And my friend was like, girl, give me your oh, phone. You gotta get a picture of that. It's so good. I love that. I love that yeah. so much. Like, those kinds of experiences so at funny. conventions. She was like, I saw you walking oh. earlier. But I was like way up on the escalator and I know you would not have heard it. And then I saw your head and the top of like your 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 pauldrons thing that you made and I was like ringing that bell. Oh <laughs> you hear it? Girl, people looked at us like, oh. My God. Oh. And then they dawned on people. Yes. So good. Honestly, that's one of the ones that's timeless. No matter how Game of Thrones ended, I still haven't seen it, but I know. No matter how it ended, Ooh, yeah. people feel some kind of way about it. But that is, I think, is definitely oh, yeah. going to be one definitely. of those timeless I mean, cosplays. They did, they did some people dirty. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I will still, like, I still mm-hmm. have, like, you know, patterns drafted up and ready to go to make, like, some of Cersei's. Because I'm a weirdo. I kind of like Cersei. You know, she was just a cold, cold. Oh I, mean, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. like her and her brother's stuff. But I I liked her costume. Yeah. I liked, I liked, I understand where she was coming from because mm-hmm. she was a woman in a man's world you know, trying to do the men that were always just abusive to her, you know. Yeah. I'm really just trying to sit down. I mean, that was without a doubt. That that bra was not ratchet tight. But, you know, I loved her costuming. Like, I loved it. And you can see, like, the dichotomy of her character with her costumes evolving and changing throughout the seasons, you know. And, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. you know, I have some other ones I want to make. I just, it's just not on the top of my list right now because, you know, where are we going? Where are we going? There are no plays or no, no um, like, where, conventions where in Nowhere. the. Um, yeah, there, there are no conventions on the horizon yeah. that are not virtual. And as much as you want to, like, I don't know, some people are definitely doing like the virtual conventions that are happening. Like, I'm, I'm doing one on, um, it's this month on the 13th. Well, that's just a show. I, I think they might be doing the whole convention around it too. Um, HomieCon, which is on Discord, but I don't have to be in cosplay for that the whole day. I can do other stuff and then like pop in and out and like it's it's very different not having to be mm-hmm. in person for a convention. And like Milwaukee is doing MMA Milwaukee virtual online this year, and I'm like that's cool. I've always felt some kind of way about MMA Milwaukee because it's like I don't know, it's very like I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it's um I don't know, not a top priority to me to like do a big new cosplay you know, you know? so it's like oh, i'm fine year, like once i realized <laughs> what was happening <laughs> like once once it got bad yeah. you know at first i was like okay we're in a pan you know but when stuff just exploded and the country pretty much shut down you know i had zero motivation mm-hmm. to work on anything like i'm like where am i going i'm not sure where am i what, what am i trying to be mm-hmm. cute for you know and i i commend the people that still kept going 
But I also got two tiny kids that I have to keep yeah. entertained. And, you know, in a whole pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, like, me trying... Yeah, I was like... Mm, it's real different. That's not on top of my list right now, you know? And, you know, now I did feel a little mm-hmm. more motivated. You know, I kind of got my groove back, so to speak. And I... I my problem is I work best with deadlines. Like that's just how I am, you know. It, yes, same. Yeah, with no deadlines yeah, like, towards, it's like uh, I don't have a like deadline. It's I done, I guess. Send the like, box for a month, you know. Like, you know, I'm like for what, you know? And yeah. so, like, when my Black History Month cosplay opportunity came up, I was I I was feeling back to myself. The pressure of getting it done on time, you know trying to do all this stuff knowing mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. a deadline that's just me that's just the crazy Virgo in me I was like I need that pressure of a deadline like I I need I'm a weirdo <laughs> it's like, a like I like to feel the pressure of a deadline you yeah. know and I have a couple of others that are mm-hmm. in the works that you know I don't have a deadline for but I'm pushing myself okay. to stay on task so to speak and I'm still my I'm still doing the same dumb stuff mm-hmm. I do I work on three projects at once because that's just how I am and because yeah. I get bored, I'm like, all right, I'm Same. done doing this. I'll move on to the next one. Okay, I get bored doing that. I'll move on to the third one. Okay, I'm bored back to the first, you know. So that way I'm never actually sick of anything. <laughs> because I have done that mm-hmm. where I'm sick of it and I say I'm done. Like, it can go sit on the box for, on the shelf for 30 years. Um, But that way it stays fresh, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, like, there was, yeah. I, I mean, but now I'm starting to feel like I'm getting inspired again, you know. And... Even though I'm not going to be going to any conventions that are going to be 5,000 people deep without any type of protocol or immunizations or whatever, you know, I'm trying to be optimistic. Right. Because I would love to go and do stuff, but I'm also going to be realistic um, that something's just yeah. going to need to happen until until the world stops trying so to. We're kill all the out population. of this. Like, fully. You know? <laughs> Mother Nature got sick of our right. stuff. Mother Nature really, I'm sick of y'all. Here's a whole, here's a whole disease. Have fun, right. you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all, like y'all fucking here. too much. Here you go. You know, but like when you no. think about it, though, not to get into a weird like tang- tangent, but you know, we are in a phase of the Earth mm. where, just like any other time, Mother Nature has reset herself. Ice Age. That heifer reset mm-hmm. real hard. Like, real hard. You know, yeah. there's been the Black Plague. That was another hard reset. You know, mm-hmm. so you would think we would learn yep. from history. <laughs> you know. But, you know, it's been so long right now that we, that not just, like, America, but, like, the whole world has been in this pandemic that parts of, like, in the parts of the world, the Black yeah. bubonic Plague have yeah. been coming back up. Like, more cases have, like, come up. And it's like, Y'all thought we were done with this. And then and Mother Nature's like, fuck y'all. Y'all oh, not learning here's, from this here's one. A little here's a little something else. Like y'all better get this shit together. A little bit extra on there for you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I'm exactly. Like, y'all need to get y'all, y'all shit together. Yet? Or else yeah, y'all gonna have to do something else. Yeah. You know, and like when all the like the other stuff kept popping up last year, like the murder hornets. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> I was like, what? What? <laughs> Like, like what are y'all kidding me right now with this? This is some bullshit. I'm looking at my husband. He's looking at me. He's like, you know what? Nothing don't surprise me in 2020. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> at this I point, like, you can't shock like, us. All right. So, 
since y'all ain't learned, let me just dump something else on you. Boom. Here's three different variants of the, of the COVID-19 now. I'm like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Oh, you trying to make a vaccine here. Let me go ahead. Oh, my God. <laughs> let, me, let me fix that for you. Since y'all think y'all wildin'. <laughs> um, but yeah, but no, yeah. So oh, like, my God, yeah. I don't know, 2020 was oh, 20. I didn't do nothing. I didn't do anything. I sat on my butt and stared into space. Right. Yeah. And I do feel like also that I'm finally getting some more motivation and things like that. Like, cause I didn't have like huge, huge plans to like do stuff for 28 days of cosplay. But the more I'm like, and for Black History Month, like the more I'm looking at it, the more I'm like finding things where I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Like I'm putting more yeah. stuff on Patreon, doing way more with the podcast and like slowly coming around to do stuff on YouTube. But I feel like I want an editor yeah, to do that. Cause yeah, I'm just I like, oh, that, dude. like so much I. <laughs> You know, like I've been, you know, and like it's it's just nice, and I think it is because of, um, especially with everything that's happened in 2020 and the beginning of this year. You know, I really feel like Black History Month does have more significance mm-hmm. now, and you know, even though we Black 365, yeah. like it don't change. But I do feel right. like, you know, with everything that has happened, I feel like there is more awareness and more um, pride um, in your 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 yeah. your blackness and one's blackness, you know. And you know, I I I made yeah. a real reckless posts on, on on Twitter the other day um, because I don't. Ooh. Huh. Follow her at Mayhem, y'all. <laughs> yeah, at least I said follow her at Mayhem. Uh, See her I, I, got real I, I was real. I was real up. I was like, look, if you weren't with me, the other three hundred days of the year, don't hop up on us just for Black History Month. We are not a fad. We are not. We right. are not a. Yeah. Uh, we're not a trend. Not you a know, trend. If you weren't with me in the beginning, don't just hop up on me. You know, if you're somebody that I know and have known and you just doing it to be seen, like, I don't want nothing to do with you. Like, don't just start prepping up. Like, if you ain't about us all the time, don't be about us for just 27 slash 28 days. You know, don't. Right. Don't just suddenly try to pop us and be like, oh, this yeah, is my like, fave. It's like, yeah, don't, where have don't you been? Do that because that feels but, like, so ingenuine. Disingen- you know, that doesn't feel genuine at all. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just it feel it's fake, you know. Like, but if you have been a main proponent of yeah. equal rights and you know being diverse and making sure things are diverse, then yeah, by all means, please pump up your BIPOCs, your your I mean your BPOCs mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, because that is when people do tend to pay more attention. Um, but you know, mm-hmm, don't mm-hmm. don't just come out of nowhere and be like oh I'm here no you weren't you just trying to be seen you know no that's not what this is about so you know I give major hops to all the people that I do know that do push up black and just other POCs in general like for anything all year you know Mm -hmm. and I have no problem with those people making extra moves during the month to highlight black people you know, that's different than, oh, let yeah. me just find some Black people on the yeah. internet. And, bro. Out of here. Out of here with that. No. Yeah. Exactly. And, like, um, 
I, I like, I don't know, I always feel like slightly disingenuous, even though I do love like black cosplayers all year round. It's like my Instagram has been doing this thing where it's like I will follow people all the time, like artists, cosplayers, everyone. But then it'll also like unfo- make me unfollow them. And I'm like, what is what is happening? That's Have so I reached weird. the limit of how many people I can follow? I just want to see all the stuff. Like, stop. Yeah. So I've been like following people on my Tiny Mike Talks podcast, Instagram and Twitter. And I'm like, I hope this doesn't seem disingenuous. I just have another one for this podcast, but I'm interested in the same things. Yeah. So it's like, let me just <laughs> do this anyways. And like uh, someone else is going to be on the show later on in the month is uh, Cosplay Loves Sharan. And she is actually in a Facebook uh, Black Girls Anime group that I'm in. And she won this cosplay contest back in October. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, she was going to cosplay out of the water. She cosplayed one of my favorite characters. And I was just like, yes, I'm glad I voted for her. And I was like, I really wanted to have, I wanted, mm-hmm. really want to have her on the co- on the podcast. But I was like, well, here's the is thing. it going to be weird just because like she won this thing that I'm like, I want to talk to her. cosplayers out there. But you don't see a yeah. lot of them because, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but the entertainment industry seems to only push the same few people i don't know why and i'm not saying their work isn't valid their work is very valid and they're very talented but i feel like we need to to i think i feel like Mm -hmm. we need to expose you know the world to more than just the same 10 people you know what i'm saying so like i love it when yes very that no (laughs) what the heck I don't think that was even like an hour. And I'm like, maybe it was. I don't know. But I'm like, why would you suddenly do that? It's happened before though. I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. I thought I did something. I was like, what happened? No, I'm like intently listening to this. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, come on, man. Anchor. God dang it. Um, anyway, I can just jump back. But all I was saying was, um, okay. you know, it's nice to see more than the same 10 people being recognized. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I love seeing um, just new faces that are super talented yeah right and like from that cosplay contest that she won like even like if she didn't win it I still would have followed her because I don't yeah. cosplay in this character and I've seen more of her, th- her stuff since then and it was just beautiful and brilliant I'm like I love this oh my god and like of course I was already following her so I was like oh let me ask her and I like I didn't have an idea of like her following because like I don't follow that a whole whole ton like I kind of do but like you said it ends up being lots of like the same 10 people yeah and I was like I asked her, I was like, well, hopefully you're not, like, being bombarded and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, no, it's fine. I'm like, you know, I'm still, like, here just chilling. I'm like, okay, cool. Right. <laughs> I'm nervous, but I'm still, like, <clears throat> I definitely want to give that kind of voice to people who are essentially smaller creators. Yeah. And things outside of the box, not just, like, a lot of the same old, same old. Yes. Like, oh, I just, I just love it, honestly. It's, it's so refreshing to see it's people nice. do, do things and make their own twists and mm-hmm. always, always. Um, this is something I'm slowly coming into, like making my characters that I cosplay more black by p- having them have curly hair. Yes. That's always more fun. <laughs> you know, and then I'll like, you know, like I, I tend to change things up. I play with textures of hair, you know, <clears throat> uh, makeup's a little bit different because obviously not everything is flattering on a brown person. You yeah. know, um, like there's there's certain characters I, I, that I'm just obsessed with that I will do as canon as I possibly can because I'm that weirdo, you know. Mm-hmm. But some things that I create that are like OCs or characters that I still love, but I want to see a brown twist to it. Oh yeah, I'll yeah. totally change it up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, and like you're um, doing. Um, 
like you're putting your spin on it but you're not making the quote-unquote black version you're doing yeah. yeah i'm putting my own flavor on it i'm putting my own seasoning on it you know what i mean and, on that on that character yeah you know but you know like there's there are certain characters where i feel like i right, i gotta i want to you know i'm obsessed with that i want to do as canon as i possibly can you know because i do love that character um but then there's other times i want to put my own twist on it my own spin my own you know whatever and mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with either way you know what i'm saying like yeah i love when i see people put you know a little more flair uh ethnicity to it and i love when i see people um you know do it to the t i i mm-hmm. i completely mm-hmm. give kudos to that because some of that stuff despite this the defies physics so like <laughs> you know i'm like how is that even possible like did the person designing this character forget about physics um <laughs> every Yu-Gi-Oh character every video character ever I'm like did you not know gravity is a thing um like um what is this but I mean I really love that you do do that like you put the the details in all the the ones that you create but at the same time like bring your own flair to it you um oh man I had it and then I'm like now I'm thinking about all the characters that do like uh like um the crossovers where they make uh like they put like the kente cloth and like oh yes angle yeah. or something 90s version that yeah. stuff is always so fun to me yeah. but like oh that's what i was gonna say but like um do you go like deep into your like the characters like the characters that you're cosplaying like their personality and do you Dude, end up i i definitely like, yeah i definitely like especially if i know i'm gonna be shooting this like mm-hmm. i go deep because i want to be able to portray that on camera you know what i'm saying and I don't know if it's just the theater kid in me or, mm-hmm. or you know, the entertainer in me. Like, if I'm shooting this picture, you know, I'm going to try. Now, I'm no actress. I'm far from it, you know. Um, but I want to at least try and put the vibe out there. I'm not always the best at that because I'm a dork. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I do try to mimic poses or the best that I can um, yeah. for that character that I would feel would be in their personality. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't always happen because like I said I'm a nerd and uh, and kind of awkward um, mm-hmm. when it comes to some things but you know I try my best I try I, I think there is room for improvement for that with me because I'm a weirdo um, <laughs> but that's okay I love you for it uh, thanks and how, how does that translate when you're putting a character into uh, burlesque like for a nerdless show like oh, how yeah, much I totally, I totally embody and that's because like mm-hmm. I try to pick music that fits the character or fits the scene um yeah you know i i try to dance as if as they would you know like my lady deadpool is just pure bs um (laughs) just me being a complete weirdo and um not being serious because deadpool's never really like oh you know like Deadpool in all his incarnations is just like an awkward weirdo, you know. (laughs) And with him like stalking Spider Man all the time, which is the premise behind my act, like it's so (laughs) awkward. And I'm like, you know, how can I be weird and and just like fawning over somebody that has no interest in me whatsoever? Okay, done. I was a teenager once, this can work, um, (laughs) right? But you know it works like it works and um 
I just try to, you know, make sure the vibe is very much to that character um, mm-hmm. with the whole aspect of the act, the, the music, you know, the song choice, the costuming. Obviously, you have mm-hmm. to make costumes a little more, you know, strippable. So you can't mm-hmm. always have the exact same thing that they would because how would that even come off you know like how can i get this off in you know in a four minute song not having to have somebody cut me out of it you know what i'm saying right. so That's i try to embody yeah. and bring out as many aspects as i can with a character within that time yeah. you know yeah do you feel like um because of that do you get more of a special connection to the characters that you choose to portray be it like on a burlesque stage or just like cosplaying for the pictures? Um, I do feel like a stronger connection on the stage because I am not just taking a picture um, mm-hmm. to me. Um, mm-hmm. I am portraying that character on a stage setting where it's yeah. interactive. So, you know, I feel like I do pick characters that I do personally have a stronger connection with. Deadpool, Lando, um... Oh, your Lando. Oh my god, my so Lando's so stupid. I love it. Um <laughs> 70s stash. Um, so like yeah. uh, you know, any of the other nerdy ones. Um my freaking uh Hedwig the Owl that I've done before. Um oh, wow. which was like a trap Hedwig. It was hysterical. Um oh, and fun. then God, I, I'm trying to think back. My brain is like girl you're a weirdo you have too many um i even did a princess Pluto for a zelda show which was hysterical um yeah it was it was oh yeah it was like girl (laughs) um that was i wouldn't call it one-off but i i just this the act wouldn't make sense without the other characters you know um, yeah wait so was it like a group act yeah well it wasn't really a group act it was um it was like so it was like the video game or whatever right and it's mm-hmm. when he when zelda encounters you know princess Bruto, who's kind of a weirdo when you think about it and she's like mm-hmm. fawning over him so like it's a cheer dance so the person playing mm-hmm. um zelda she was just chilling and i just come mm-hmm. up and be like oh and then like in the game where you have to like carry her because she can't walk for something yeah <laughs> I made... oh you mean, the person, you mean the person playing link uh, what did i say zelda you know what you i said mean. yeah girl i'm tired i was like zelda met bruto have they met no, I think they sorry have met. i was like <laughs> i'm in i'm i'm so in like zelda world right now because i'm about to buy it for my switch and oh because i'm like oh wait which one um i literally was looking at that before i got on the thing with you so i'm probably just i'm just oh. thinking of like zelda 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 no, and then i'm like no link link, link. But yeah, the person playing Link, oh my gosh. Uh, at the end, had the, you know, I made them carry me around some. And then, like, for the transition to the next act, they had to carry me and set me on a button that triggered the oh. next. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was so. Yeah, I'd have to, like, completely rework the act. I would completely, I would definitely remake that whole costume um, in a yeah. whole other way. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, that's her. like probably, I love Princess Rio because she was just so weird and like mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved her whole aesthetic, like she was like my old vibe. Um, <laughs> but you know, yeah, and like, yeah, that's so, Rudo. so you'd want to do like an adult version of Rudo? Oh, yeah, who's, like, no, it was all adult version, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we all like it was all the premise, we even said it in the beginning that this is like, a, a, like if they were all grown ups and all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um. 
because we like the uh, the aspect of the Zelda game, but we had yeah. to be cognizant. <laughs> Obviously, the producers like you know I really wanted the Zelda show as a game, but we got to be real specific. Yeah, so like people know that you're not playing like a sexy child. Yeah, and like you know when we did our Super Mario show, it was easy. Like I mean, this dudes with mustaches. Yeah. Like there's no <laughs> like right. you know. Um, the Super Mario show was lit, you know, but you know, we wanted to mm-hmm. make sure it was like this is like in a different setting, if blah blah blah, you know. And we still pull we pull from all the games though. We pull aspects from all the games. It wasn't just okay. you know, the one game, like we pulled everything. Um Yeah. Like a um like a big like cohesive story, like a written like a yeah, play it wrote, essentially. It was a, a nerd less mm-hmm. play, and the person that wrote it, the producer, wrote the whole play and everything out um oh my god and, yeah it. and you know we it was just funny it was just hysterical but like um I choose characters because they were like who do you want to be you know can I cast you as this I was like no I must be Ruto <laughs> she, she was like what I was like no I already have an idea I got some I got some like baby blue with uh some baby boo pleasers that are like encrusted <laughs> in rhinestone oh yeah I got an idea already you know like and she was you're ready to go you were ready she was like what i was like i've been waiting to use these for something and this is perfect this is it this is my moment and they were like freaking all right (laughs) i love that so much actually was talking to remy d last week and she was talking to me about a couple of burlesque plays like that and i'm like man i wish we had more of that here because i know that's something that people would be really really interested in oh yeah it's awesome actually yeah, it's, oh, it's such a, such a cool thing. Like I actually went to um Las Vegas last January with my mom for her birthday, mm-hmm. and I took her to her first burlesque show, and it was zombie burlesque. Nice. And they pretty much had a like a cohesive story with a few like in between kind of um like very much individualized, but still very much fit into like the narrative of the overall mm-hmm. story of the play. And I was like, this is so fun. And mom's like, is that all burlesque? I'm like, not always. It's not super common in Milwaukee, but I want it to be but I haven't written anything like that, mm-hmm. but I definitely wanted to be. And I told her about this Doctor Who show that I was in that was like this, but there wasn't any, like, per, any, any, like, any people, like, singing, and there wasn't, there was no dialogue, yeah. actually. So... I did a Ghostbusters, was- I did a Ghostbusters uh, burlesque play, and it was the best. Mm-hmm. I played Dana. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny. Awesome. I was also super, I was also pregnant AF, too. Um, oh. <laughs> during that one because like I had found out I was pregnant I was like look y'all I can still do this if y'all are cool but uh if we're mm-hmm. gonna do this run of this play um at some point we're gonna have to change the choreography because I'm not gonna be able to do some of this yeah <laughs> I was like sorry y'all and they were but they loved it pregnant Dana <laughs> it mm-hmm. was like, let's go for it yeah, let's I, was do it. I love that I was just like so they're like no nah, this is great I was like, all right, cool, as long as you're cool with it. Right. You're like, yes, yes, yes. I love that. And how do you feel like, I guess, like the, like, what's like the composition of the the shows and even like burlesque plays that you've been in? Have you been the only performer of color in the cast? Um, most of the time, yes. But that's just oh. be- not because they weren't. It's the- There weren't a lot of burlesque performers of color in the scene at the time to be honest mm-hmm. um there was only like mm-hmm. a few of us um and then like only a couple would you know the few that would either that were in it they were only stuck with one group um mm-hmm. 
But like they didn't do Nerdlesque yeah, at the they time. Yeah, they didn't do at the time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, I mean, I was like, you know, me and, and I was like really the only Nerdlesque black performer at the time. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think it was out of, out of choice. Um, I think it was just out of availability of someone that was interested. Um, yeah. And, you know, people being there you know what i mean um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like they chose you because like you have an interest in doing it and, and you were very much like yeah let me do this I'm, I'm here for this and like okay well she's great let's put her in the yeah, show you know just like, yeah and, and we still had the, you know like our little our little nerd play t- uh troop we still all still had the audition like it wasn't like mm-hmm. you know we all still had the audition for parts because our our troop leader slash producer was very much a theater person that was very deep in theater and believed in people Mm -hmm. auditioning because you know even though we're in the same group your strengths may not be in x y and z you know but another caveat of that was that piccola uh piccola tushi was her name uh Mm -hmm. she pushed me to get out of my comfort zone um she casted me as Dana because she had faith in me that I could do it. I was just, you know, like when it comes to performing, like I don't have any, like, you know, I still have stage fright kind of to an extent, but when it comes to speaking mm-hmm. in front of people, that was like a whole nother can of worms that I was just like, Oh no, girl, I can't do this. Like, you know, I'm like, I, I, mm, mm, mm. yeah, <laughs> you want me to talk, mm. you know, but she pushed me out of my envelope. And I, I'm honestly really grateful for that because you know, I feel like it opened me up as a person more um, to step out of that box to take more speaking roles um, and not be afraid to expand my horizons on the performer aspect. Um, That's so good. Yeah, so I was really thankful to her for that. Yeah. And I, you know, I told her, I was like, girl, like, you're like my birthday twin, you know, and I'm just really glad that you did push me out of my box because I would have just stayed in that box and never tried it. That's so good. I love that. Like, that's very, that's very uplifting to hear that someone would not only trust you, but also like push you to go even further because they believe mm-hmm. in your ability. Like, that's beautiful. And from that, do you feel like, I mean, personally, like I've said to you, I, I really think that you have been, um, uh, incredibly influential in the community for cosplayers and their less performers overall especially with like the talent that Aww. you bring to making your own cosplays and it looks so good so do you feel like because of that in I mean previously in New Orleans and now in North Carolina do you feel like that has really influenced like having more black and POC performers rise in those places because of your influence um dude i don't honestly like i i'm i hate talking about myself uh i i don't really uh-huh. know if i i'm talking about podcasts i'm gonna talk make you talk about yourself uh, the whole time well, i mean <laughs> i don't i don't consider myself influential like i i i would i that would be a reach for me to call myself that i feel like maybe i helped people see that you can be a brown person doing burlesque unapologetically you know i was like one the person in town that was pregnant and still performing gave no f's <laughs> um you know i was still getting booked big and pregnant mm-hmm. um people when i told them look i'm not scared as long as you're not scared like i'm fine you know 
And, you know, but, you know, seeing and I feel like, you know, the fact that I did advocate for brown people in our city, um, in New Orleans to step up and show out and, you know, speaking up about injustice and, you know, whatever uh, that was happening. And I feel like it made me happy to see more brown people because I was more vocal about things that were okay, that were not okay. Um, you know, mm-hmm. how we should be more aware of our brown community as a whole, you know, and stuff like that. Like, I, I, I think that maybe because I, I was mouthy um, <laughs> and, you know, was very honest about things that I did see more people of color, you know, taking up burlesque. Um, and I hope it was mm-hmm. just that, you know, I showed them I wasn't afraid and, um, yeah you don't have to look a certain way to do things and Mm -hmm. you know you can succeed on your own merits and your own your own talents and you know what you want to put on the stage that's that means something to you not to cater to other people you know what I'm saying um because you know it was really hard for me for a while I I felt like I was trying to fit into a mold and at some point mm-hmm. I said, I don't give a crap about this. Like, I'm going to do what I want. Like, I didn't even know what nerdlesque was at the time because I didn't know it was a thing. I was just doing me, being me, you know, yeah. like doing whatever I felt was, was something I wanted to put on the stage. And, you know, it, it makes me happy to see that, you know, there are people that are doing them and you're not worrying about that. You know what I mean? Yeah definitely i love that honestly and see that's so i know you're saying no but it actually really really does mean yes like because of like all the things that you have done has been incredibly influential not just in louisiana and north carolina but also here like that shit spreads like seeing other black nerdless performers and cosplayer speak out about things and essentially being mouthy that helps other performers like me who are more like i don't know like i don't want to say timid but like I don't like to cause you trouble, don't want to quote unquote or like have waves. arguments. No, yeah, I get like, it. Yeah, I mean, I do want to make waves. I just yeah, don't want to argue with anybody because like, I know not, I'm right. And can so. we just do it and not? <laughs> yeah, like let's not have an argument argument about it because it, it doesn't need to be an argument about it. We can have a yeah. conversation about it, you know. But these might these might be things yeah. we need to change, you know. So like that was very helpful for me, and also yeah, definitely made me more comfortable doing like nerdlesque and thinking outside the box and not the same old kinds of like performances that I see, like not the same characters that yeah. are always being done, you know? Cause like, great, but it also gets like, boring. Heard, like, you can only <laughs> like, see so many of the same character like, over and over again. Yeah. Like I love Harley, but you I've know, seen it's it so like, many how times, are you so making like, it dynamic? How are you making it different? How is it, you know, yeah. stand from the rest? Yeah. yeah. And I've seen so many like Wonder Woman's like, I want to see some like, Maybe some Captain mm-hmm. Marvels up there. And I've seen uh, quite a few Poison Ivies, but can I see like some Chitara? Dude, there's so many some... that I, I, I really want to do. Um, uh, yeah. Pop Girl. And, yeah, um, me too. I really love uh, But like trying to do huh? those wings. But like trying to do those that's wings would be a little I, difficult or something. I like... I, I, I've been thinking about just doing her as a cosplay because the wings is what's going to be the problem. Um, but. Yeah. Oh, but you know, you could do like your wings like yeah, fans and that's what somehow. I'm too. Mm-hmm. And then like there's there's some other mm-hmm. stuff that I have in my little notebook of doom. 
of you know concepts mm-hmm. and ideas <laughs> yeah because I write everything down like I have to write everything down um because I still have mm-hmm. mom brain oh. you know like but I I have like goals yeah. that I set for certain things um where when I want to do stuff where I want to do stuff you know what I want to apply it to mm-hmm. um you know things mm-hmm. like that and that's the only way I can feel like my life is organized <laughs> Um, yeah, that's but, thing. you know, it's, it's, it's a thing where you have to do, you do need to think outside the box. Like I, you know, like, mm-hmm. great. It's Harley, but like, how is Harley going to be different? You know, um, right. there's an act right. I'll tell you about later though. Cause I, but, um, I really okay. want to do, <laughs> but I got to figure it out logistically because logistically yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to travel with it. So, you know, my mm-hmm. thing is, you know, um, will it be worth it in the end to try and do something, you mm-hmm. know, how, how can I bring it to the masses if it's not feasible? You know, is it a waste of money to do it if I can't yeah. do anything yeah. with it? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like, right. it's like, that's uh, a whole thing. so can I, I can literally only do this in one place. Mm, I don't know about that. You know, like, but I mean, I know you've done uh, the Sabora show that's highlighting um latinx mm-hmm. performers and i didn't know you're latinx I my feel dad's like maybe puerto rican and um oh yeah yeah my I dad's puerto rican and uh my mom is black um black is so black cool. black my 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 great well, my, gra- my dad my mom is black my grandmother, her mother, we're mm-hmm. trying to figure out some stuff on that one because <laughs> there's, oh, there's a lot of okay. there's a lot of inconsistencies. <laughs> um, yeah. a lot of stuff. There's something going on there. Um, I mean, because like my grandmother <laughs> did say she grew up on a reservation, and I've been to powwows, and I have gear and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But there's but there's some other oh okay, yeah there's yeah, some other something. stuff that's kind of weird. Um, we're trying to figure out. <laughs> so like. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not incredibly weird. That, that, yeah, to like, me, so that we, makes we sense. Some, but um, some, one and one plus one is not equal in two right now. Is what we're you know, and there's okay. some, there's some stuff that oh, takes okay. to the grave, literally. Um, oh, because my grandmother yeah. and her sister are the only people out of ten kids that are still alive, and they literally take mm-hmm. it to the grave. So like, there's there's some stuff that's just not adding up. You know, like so yeah. daddy's <laughs> not the daddy of everybody. You know, like it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of so y'all don't have the same daddy because this is what this is sounding like, you know. And you know, back you yeah, know, right, back in the thirties, God forbid, you know. So it's mm. just some stuff just wasn't some stuff isn't adding up and lining up with some of the other siblings. Um, so we're like, yeah, so because it wasn't talked about. Yeah, they don't want so to talk no about it. And I'm like, so do y'all have different dads? Mm. Is that why only some of y'all do certain <laughs> what you know? So yeah, like, it's, it's real interesting. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. that's interesting. But I mean, I was gonna ask, like, from that, since you did that show, uh, and that was a fully yeah. virtual show. Like, are you considering like not doing any more virtual shows? Because I know, like, doing a convention or just cosplaying at home in general is very different from doing a full convention, and also very different from doing a Dude, show live. Okay. So, so, like, it's hard for me to do virtual shows, um, because a, yeah. I'm very much of an energy person when it comes to the audience and stuff like that. Me finding someone who said um, shows because there's not, we're in my area, there's not really like studios I can just rent. 
And plus, I don't like these people like that mm-hmm. that much because some of them are not clean when it comes to a pandemic. <laughs> so I don't know what's really going on. Um, oh, and, no. and see, like, if I did it in my house, I'd have to wait for my kids to go to bed, which is like super late at night. And by that point, I'm exhausted. Mm. You know, so yeah. I have to really, really, really feel that show. So when I got offered to do some more, I was like, shoot, I'm going to make time after this. Like, you know, um, but, you know, it's hard yeah. for me in just logistics and um, just feeling the energy to do it. Like, um, yeah, yeah. It took me forever to try to do it myself because I'm like, because I'm like, yeah, I want to, but I don't have the energy to do that because it's really like you're going to push all that energy out, like even just unconsciously to perform this act and then it's going to like hit you right back yeah, you're going to be like, like exhausted it's just, it's just, and I, and it I miss real the camaraderie weird. I miss the the mm-hmm. audience I miss the you know and mm-hmm. it, it's just it's diff- it feels different mm-hmm. and you know I've done live virtual different. shows like I've done live virtuals that was okay. you know in a show that was based in California that went great and you know to me that was a little different yeah. because you had people interacting in the audience in the chat you know like while you're you know I can't yeah. read it but I know people are live there yeah. you know whereas if I'm making a recording you know mm-hmm. I'm just like all right wait I didn't like that let me do it again you know because like you're not you're not feeding off of people you're not yeah. feeding off the audience and stuff like that so to me it's yeah. a little harder yeah to do you know exactly yeah very that so for support I didn't get a chance to see the show did you did you do that live that was, or did you do um like a pre-recorded um I okay. did that one pre-recorded um, because it was just easier for me. Because, um, like, like I said, doing live live yeah. shows for me was hard. Um, live virtual shows because mm-hmm. I got to make sure my kids ain't running around. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and the reason the California works yeah. so well is because they're three hours behind me. So by the time they started, they oh, were yeah. already in bed. <laughs> like they they were without a doubt mm-hmm. in bed. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, that so. works. Nice. So, like. Um... So did you uh you, you like recorded it currently like in your house or did you do like uh, to use like an old one that was footage because like oh, okay yeah I, oh, okay. I if nice. I can I'm, like I'm certain virtual make shows that if I can if it's something they don't mind you know like an like a recent video and by recent I mean obviously like within the past year or two before COVID you know of a video that of yeah. an app they want yeah. that I've recorded then I'll use that you know. But if it's something I have to yeah. create and they want it in your house, I'm like, oh man. I'm like, when you need this by? All right, are my kids acting right? Right. Okay. Can I just film this? Here? You know, <laughs> like, and then like my my living room is full of antique furniture, so it's not exactly conducive. I have to work around a lot of heavy furniture um, because by the time I'm ready, my yeah. husband's in bed and he's not no, about to help me move a marble uh, a marble um, coffee table. Like he in bed, like he's like, look, mm-hmm. you do you. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, I totally understand that. That's a hard thing to do. So, like, I always applaud anyone who can do it at least once. I know lots of people are doing it constantly, and I'm just like, y'all, y'all are like, y'all definitely like, have the space for it. One once a month, like yeah. I have to do the blurred, the blurred show. Yeah. That, and I got to record that by a certain time, mm-hmm. and then um, mm-hmm. I'm doing a D and D show that's in March. But Ooh. the difference is I have oh access God. to a theater because I mean access to a space that the producers are renting and cleaning and all this stuff, right? Um, making sure it's clean for people that want to film in a space, can film in a space. So I love that. Oh yeah. Please send me the links to those. <laughs> so but yeah, so like that one it'll be easier. Oh I'm gonna just take a little road trip to a city over, a couple cities over. 
and then just film it and then go to ikea while i'm out there because i got to get a new table for my surgery nice um is, is that blurred show is that um yes. that, uh, is yes, that by yes, yes, monet yes. hasididi and then the D and D, I think it's called Double D Twenty instead of D Twenty, um, is the one that <laughs> is uh, by the Flamingo Review out of Charlotte. That's so cool! Oh my god, yeah, I definitely want to see that because I know I talked to Monet briefly about not so much about being in that show, but she asked me about it, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I didn't know like if there was like a deadline or anything like that. Yeah, but, like, it was. You know. It was. I don't know. Either I way, didn't. I mean, but I'm not also on Facebook as often as I used to be, so I. Mm-hmm. which is fine it's, it's successful it's not it's it's it's, yeah, it's on fire just, all the I time what i feel like about. <laughs> um and the only reason yeah. i saw it was it randomly popped up on my thing and i went what and then so she hit me up about it um but i was just like wait mm-hmm. what <laughs> and i was like okay. but i just i just didn't yeah you know yeah but i'm, I'm sure she definitely hit all you right, up because you're freaking amazing I'm all right, girl. Freaking fucking amazing. Ah, like I'm all right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so just a, a last couple, last few questions here. Um, so speaking of being not just influential, but making, make it known that you're Black and making space for other Black performers and creators and cosplayers specifically, you cosplayed not just Bessie, but you also did uh, like a really cool like Black Panther look, which I also love. It's very... I don't, I don't want to say it's very Beyonce, but it's oh, also very... Oh, yeah, that was, like, that was me literally recreating a photo of my mom from back in the day. Um, yes, which is so beautiful. Yeah, and That's, like, like retelling history in a way. She wasn't a Black Panther, but she was very, you know, fight the patriarchy, fight the the racism. Mm-hmm. And it was... She did put on Black. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's because she was trying not to get caught. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to recreate it, <laughs> you know, here, especially in a town that, you know, has this town that I live in has known to have some issues. So I was blackity black black in the downtown yeah. of, of this town with my with my ally mm-hmm. photographer who is the bee's knees. I love her so much. Um, and she was never about that life. Mm-hmm. And she's always been about this life. Um, so when I told her, man, I really mm-hmm. want to do this. And she stepped up and was like, I got you what you want. And then when I was doing a picture and some dude started giving me side eye before I could even say anything, she goes, is there a problem? I went, oh, so you, are, you, Ooh, I love it for real girl. I, I knew I could mess with you. Like, <laughs> right. Come on. Ally voices yelling, yelling at the white people trying to make a face, make a little stank face. Get out of here. Appreciate that. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, Oh, so these like historical not reenactments but like um recreations in cosplay form have definitely garnered a lot of buzz but it's also very very telling and insightful to me at least that you are putting history on display via yourself so bringing that stuff back up to the forefront is very important because people not so much people but like well definitely people like the patriarchy and like schools definitely shy away from telling us about our history and things like that and it's very it's very important because before the show we were kind of talking about um, Mm -hmm. Lovecraft Country and how it got snubbed for the Golden Globes which is real shitty but bringing so many historical characters and making them uh, I I guess kind of like uh, like Easter eggs 
throughout the show is really cool and like helpful and like made people learn some more about their history. There's so much of our history that we do not know because we're not taught it in schools. So how do you feel like you making cosplays historically accurate and telling people about our history has impacted not just the cosplay community, but I guess America overall. Uh, you don't have to answer that part of that ah, too much. No, it actually sounds fine. like a lot now that I ask it. Um, <laughs> I... Um, <laughs> like, like putting that stuff out there for, especially for Black History Month, to really show people that Black people really do have a history that we're just I not feel like it's important. being told. And, um, you know, as mm-hmm. I got older, you know, I had these lists of things that I wanted to make. And so um only because of Mm -hmm. my past experience as a child and like you know when I was growing up I loved historical wear I loved medieval garb I loved Edwardian Victorian but I was always told you know oh black people don't wear that you know by non what not by non-black people you're like oh I was like so we just popped up out of nowhere like we like like we just don't like we didn't exist in any of these eras like what yeah and I was I was discouraged as a child. I was mm-hmm. very discouraged as um as a child. And so, you know, as really? I, because I grew up in a very racist town in Louisiana. You know, like they were like, oh, that's black people don't do that. Like I'm like, I was like, but like we didn't just pop out of nowhere. Like we were mm-hmm. in the medieval yeah. era. Like we were, you know, we were in the Tudor era. There's right. a whole book we were black tutors, you know, about the people that yeah. worked in the Tudor era. Um that had positions, mm-hmm. you know, and in Europe. And like, you mm-hmm. know, you have to think about it. Like one woman was a seamstress. And back then that was like, yeah. oh my God, you're a dressmaker. Like that's ballin'. Like, you know, but she had to work her way out from house servant and became a very well-known dressmaker, you know? And th- that was a position of power mm-hmm. for her as a, as a, as a black woman. And, you know, I was like, we didn't just pop out of, of existence. Like we were, you know, so like as I got older, right. you know, and stopped giving more less fucks, you know, and I was like, I'm gonna do what I want. You know, <laughs> I finally, you know, once I felt that my sewing skills were up to par, you know, I wanted to tackle some of these historical gowns, you know, some of these medieval. So that's why I made my OC Wood Elf because it was a medieval gown that I wanted to make, and I love mm-hmm. it. I can't fit in it, but I love it. You know. And, you know, a friend yeah. of mine and I, you know, before the pandemic, we had a plan to do a photo shoot as Ophelia and Hamlet. Um, and I was going to be Ophelia. Oh, nice. I had all, I mean, the dress is halfway made, probably can't fit in it. But, um, you know, like we had all these oh. ideas, you know, I started making an entire robe la Francaise, which is like the Marie Antoinette dresses, you know, and all this cotton candy pinks, probably can't fit wow. in it. But I never, but I started this last year, but of course a oh. pandemic hit and everything got brought to a halt. You know, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'll just yeah. laugh. You'll, you'll get but there like, now. You know, now that I have, you know, when I got the opportunity to portray Bessie Coleman, you know, I was like, okay, I, I don't know if I have time. I found out in January, you know, um, can I pause here for a second? Okay, I gotta go potty. It, I, girl, mm-hmm. hold on, give me one second. I'm sorry, my bladder ain't the same after having kids. Okay, that's okay. No, that's fine. Do, 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 do
All right, a little bit about Bessie Coleman. This is a celebration of Black history makers. Bessie Coleman was in beauty school while her brothers were in World War I. They teased her because French women could learn to fly, but not Black women. I think you know what happened next. Bessie moved to France, advice from Black history maker and newspaper publisher Robert Abbott. After she was denied several times by flight schools. Bessie learned French and her application to the Cauldron Brothers School of Aviation was accepted. Bessie became the first African-American woman and first Native American to hold a pilot license. Her nickname was Brave Bessie due to her fearless flying tricks like the loop-the-loops, and her life was unfortunately cut short by a tragic airplane malfunction, but her story lives on. Bessie used her time encouraging other Black women to fly and performing her amazing stunts at churches, at schools, she was known for openly refusing to speak or perform at events that were segregated or where African-Americans could not attend. Bessie Coleman, we honor you and your fearless spirit. She lived from 1892 to 1926. Okay, I didn't want to interrupt you. <laughs> um, no, it's okay, thank you. <laughs> now tell me what was the last thing I said. Uh, oh. Oh, I was oh that you were excited to, to uh, cosplay her. I was like, you know, how do I want to do this? Um, you know, I was like, I could cos closet mm -hmm. cosplay it. I was gonna, I was like, you know what? I could just go to a military surplus store, find the correct era, do some modifications to it. Oh wait, French. Okay, do more modification. <laughs> do more. Yep. Do more <laughs> moderation. <laughs> you know, modifications to it. But then, like. I was, and then like it was a it was a whole fiasco trying to do that. That was a, that's a whole other story running into ignorant people. But then I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna make it. And so I told my best friend, and she goes, "Wait a minute, you're gonna you're gonna make it?" I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Ain't today like January 9th and it's due February first. I was like, "I've done worse." She goes, "You're right. You're right. You have done worse oh, wow. because it was trying to find fabric, yeah, trying really? to get down to the military sur you know, surplus store down where the uh, where the base was, you know. And you know, I also work mm -hmm. part time, so I got down there, you know, whatever. Yeah. I went to the Joanns in that town. I was like, "F it, let me just see if there's anything that looks like olive drab or anything." And sure enough, there it was, mm -hmm. the olive drab that I needed. And so I bought it. And then I already had, like, I, I have, like, I have to index all my patterns. I have about 187 patterns mm -hmm. that I own that are commercial, mm -hmm. like, you know, the non, not the more. Okay. So like the McCall Simplicity's Bert, uh, Butterick, Berta, Vogue, I have like 187 of those. Mm -hmm. That's not even including the ones that are like independently mm -hmm. wow. made printouts, you know, stuff like that. So I was like, I know what, I know I got something. So I was like, oh my God. Right, what can I modify? What can I, you know, fix and stuff? And so I just went ham and did that, made the belt system. The only things I bought was the aviator glasses and the aviator hat because I didn't have time to make the hat. I could have, didn't have time. Um, and um, oh I just pulled out some boots that I had. And because I was going to order some 
other boots and I was like, nice. nope, I just, I don't have time. I shouldn't spend this extra money, you know, but I made that whole jacket and pant to be worn again too. So it's made out of wool. That stuff is super warm. Uh, oh. That fabric was not meant for that pattern yeah. and I made it work. I beat it into submission and oh um, I made it. I photographed <laughs> it the day before it was, the two days before it was due on that Saturday and sent it in nice and there we are so um but you know I I I wanted to do her justice so I was like beating myself up the whole time going oh my god this does not look like her uniform you know and I'm like why 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 you know because I was just like it's hard to recreate such a uniform um in such a small bit of time you know, and I wanted it to look correctly, mm-hmm. correct. I didn't want it to look halfway done. I was so nervous it wasn't going to look right. My mother-in-law kept telling me, girl, I'm telling you, it looks good. You know, because she doesn't beat around the bush. Like, she real honest. She might be, you might want to, mm-hmm. you know, like, she'll be like, you might want to, because she used to sew. So she would tell me, like, she, you know, and she helped me out, though. Mm-hmm. Um, she um, did the slip stitching of the lining for me while I was working on the pants so I could get that done. Um, so she did like little stuff to help me out because I was like cutting it close. So, you know, but like, she goes, I got you to do this, you know, you do your other stuff. So I was like, cool. So I, um, you know, I, I turned it in, I did the little composite. I was super nervous and I was actually like flabbergasted at how well received it was. Um, because I was just nervous. I was like, you know, I'm trying to make something, you know, from 19, teens tens era and you know in a month and Mm -hmm. you know I don't want it to look halfway done especially if I'm making it you know what I'm saying and you know I was I was shocked yeah I was I was flabbergasted I cried because it you know how well it went over because like Bessie has a special Mm -hmm. spark like she's the first black and you know native woman um to be you know and like my with my, my my grandmother's sister um, was inspired by her to learn to fly she didn't keep it up because she decided to get married and have kids and you know 1940s 50s whatever housewives mm-hmm. but you know she inspired her to fly you know and as a black woman with you know native mm-hmm. background like that meant a lot I was like oh my god I just want to do her justice and I was shook like I was literally yeah, shook. like I was like all right it'll be fine you know and people like mm-hmm. people liked it I just, I was shook. I really was. Um, yeah. So, you know, it kind of gave me more that maybe I don't suck at what I do. <laughs> um, no, you're amazing. I, I, I'm very. He's yelling this at you. Um, and my husband gets on me all the time. Um, but you know, like, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm not terrible, you know, like maybe, maybe, you know, I, I, and this is, and I'm somebody that's self-taught, you know, like I never went to school for it. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I I never went to school for it. Like I'm I'm jokingly want to call a shade tree seamstress, you know, my, um, it's an old play (laughs) on the old uh, term, a shade tree mechanic. Mm -hmm. Like you learn as you go. Um, but you know, I my aunt taught me oh, a yeah. lot, and then I just did a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of book reading. Um, I learned corsets from corset books. Yeah. Um, a lot of trial and error. Um, nice. And I feel like I do have a lot of yeah. imposter syndrome, 
when like when I was at Dragon Con two years ago and I was on a panel with these people that like have all this crazy terminology under the belt and I was like so I'm here um hi um but what people praise me on is that I talk to them like an everyday layman um without throwing out all this crazy Mm -hmm. terminology or you know when you when you're trying to ball on a budget you yeah. know you're like oh I mean, you can buy this and I was like or if you're broke like me just get some zip ties for your for your practice boning you know and they're like <laughs> what you know and you know like, yeah. I'm just like do the you know like, I'm just very laid back in how I do stuff like you know my dream is to go back to school to refine techniques you know mm-hmm. to learn stuff I don't know but I'm still mm-hmm. very much of just like a low key. All right, look here, use this instead, because like I'm broke ninety nine, and um, I still want to look good. I'll spend money <laughs> on like the the fabric that I'm gonna use. But if I'm drafting or if I'm doing corsets and I gotta play, man, I'll stick a freaking piece of plastic in there and go. All right, all right, cool. Now, now I can put it's the real done. stuff in there before I commit, because you don't want to cut all that boning. And then it don't work, and then you mad, and you even spend all yeah. the money. Um, right. Yeah. So. Uh, exactly. And like you're already ending out from like doing it so much on your own because you yeah, have like, I, a love I, and I, passion I was, for it. You know, and like I, part of me wanted to go to school for it, but I feel like if I had gone to school for it, I would not love it as much. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I know. Like, how suck I the passion out of you for sure. I know my behavior. Um. So I just, you know, but now that I'm older and I, you know, I feel like I'm a more mature student. <laughs> um, I feel like I, I do want to go back to the person textile stuff. You know, I do want to go back for, you know, pattern drafting to properly pattern draft, you know, stuff, you know, learn French techniques, learn other techniques, stuff like that. So I can, you know, start doing it. Now I don't have time right now because I got tiny little children that need to suck up my soul. But yeah. You know, that's why I use a lot of base uh, <laughs> patterns is because I don't have time to sit and just draft because I get interrupted every five seconds. Um, whereas if I'm using a base pattern that I'm modifying, it's a mm-hmm. lot easier and, you know, not as much thought process as if I am drafting from scratch. Um, because if I get stopped, I'm going to lose where I am because I'm feeding a child, obviously, or mm-hmm. playing with him or he wants to show me something and, you know, whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm but they're older now and you know by the time my husband's done with his schooling I can go back and they'll be older to where I don't they won't be as feed me see more like they can go get their own snack you know <laughs> um, yeah 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 oh that's so cool and now do you feel like as a mom you doing cosplays like this that are rooted in history like black history essentially do you feel like are they like they're bringing more to not just your children, but more children who are essentially deprived of this kind of education. In I do. I really the, do. The, like and, through our school systems. Um, I think this helps a lot. And as a mother of biracial, multiracial children, like I feel it's important for them to know all their their backgrounds, mm-hmm. all their histories. And I will say that my son's school has been doing amazing on Black History yeah. Month and teaching them all kind of stuff, um, which makes me super happy. You know, yeah. but not everywhere, not nice. everywhere is. Um, is that fortunate, you know? Uh, and you know, no. I you know, when I dressed up and my son asked me, no, so I not. told him all about, you know, blah 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 blah. So anytime he sees me in a costume, like when I started doing Tiana, mm-hmm. I started explaining why Tiana 
you know, was working so hard and, you know, what New Orleans was like back then and blah, 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 and all that stuff. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's a learning opportunity. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I've been very fortunate and honored and flattered that I uh, was pulled into a after school, virtual after school program um, through the Museum of Pop Culture. And they're doing a um, thing where kids can learn all about cosplay. Uh, virtually so I am very fortunate to be teaching them you know aspects of cosplay I'm doing hair and makeup and stuff like that but I didn't have that as a child you know to learn stuff Mm. and then like you can teach them yeah right appropriate things and like they're learning appropriate like what how not to appropriate cultures you know what I'm saying so they're being they're being they're being taught how to properly do things you know and I feel like this is such a teaching yeah, opportunity so through cosplay that, you know, and it's a great way to learn your history while recreating it, you know? Yeah, and, and doing it in a, like an appropriate way. So they're not, so people, and even like, hopefully if there are other like, um, was it um, melanin deficient children in the class, they can learn some things as well and how to do them properly instead of, um, exactly. essentially having this exactly. ignorance because no one else can teach them or like bother yeah, to teach you know, them I well this is wrong don't do this these are middle kind of and high schoolers and i dude i'm definitely oh okay yeah about, really okay, this is called blackface and this is why we don't do it you know and um you know teaching yes. them that you don't have you know, like i i'm using this opportunity as a turn because they told me use it as a, t- a, a teaching opportunity you know you don't have to darken your skin to portray mm-hmm an ethnic character you know what i'm saying like obviously star wars is a little different yeah. be like if you want to be a blue twilight okay it's an you know what i'm saying like that's not that's not something that's rooted in racism yeah. you know and if you know you don't i'm like i portray yeah. characters that yeah. are of caucasian descent but you don't see me going around you know <laughs> you know all right you know painting your whole face white unless you're mine but like at the same time i feel like people can definitely learn oh if i or some or if there's like a space for a person of color to be in this role give give that we don't have much yeah give it to them give it to a person of color instead of someone trying to really like force themselves into this there's so many other choices yeah exactly let's have the two disney people we got (laughs) right come on like oh i'm so glad to hear that that's something that's happening in your community i'm so pop culture girl is in seattle and I was like, what? You know, and- That's amazing. <laughs> See, you know, but it's, it's you doing big things. It's like, you know, I never had this as a child. And I know there's some kids that needed to have this as children, you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, it just, uh, it's just, and so I'm like, cool. You, you know, definitely need and, it now. Like, I just feel like cosplay can be such a teaching moment. You know, like there's an artist in England mm-hmm. that inspired me to do oh my gosh let me let me get his let me get his name before I, I make a fool of myself um he's like a knight of the grand order <laughs> um hold on his name is she edit all this bs out that i'm mumbling um right i i keep i, I cuz i don't want to say his name wrong too um Oh yeah. 
I'm trying to see where is. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yinka Shonebare. Um, it's Y I N K A, okay. and then um, S H O N I B A R E. Um, because um, he did a whole art installation with uh the the like the Victorian and Edwardian dresses, but out of African traditional African fabrics. Um, and I I've seen wow, that sounds really cool. And because he's he's a British Nigerian artist, um, that lives in the UK, and um, he does oh. a lot of like he 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 does stuff to work with like cultural identity while working with uh, co- uh colonialism and um colonization, uh, issues. And I first saw his stuff, and I was like, what? You know. But he did a lot of like Victorian gowns with African fabrics, and I'm just like, I want to do that. And I at one point was just gonna buy some African fabrics, but then my husband's um aunt, who used to like do mission work, had like six yards of Ugandan fabric, and she just gave it to me. She bought it when she was in Africa. She just had it. And she goes, I can't wear this because I feel like this is wow. inappropriate. But I felt, but she's like, years ago, something told me to buy this. And I did. And sure enough, I got married, got to know her. And she goes, you want to do what? Girl, I got six yards of fabric just for you. And so it's already oh cut God. out. I love to see it, truly. I just have love to, to cut see out all, all the lining and stuff. And that's the other thing that I'm working on. I'm doing a Victorian gown out of nothing but South African fabrics. Yeah. Oh my and God. I'm so excited. I'm so, oh my God, I'm pumped to see this. I cannot wait. With, um, we're going to shoot my Kikyo first. Um, oh, congratulations. I really want to talk to you. I don't know about right now, maybe another time about. I mean, I have problems Kikyo, with her too, but I also don't Kikyo, like the but that's okay. Domain, so, <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. I just, I just I feel like she's a real thing, yeah. bad B I T C H in her own, in her own aspect. I mean, she talks to gay up, but then again, Inuyasha's toxic AF. Um, I mean, Kogome got her own issues. He is. Um, but I just, I, I just couldn't vibe she with Kogome. I just never could. I'm like, you such a whiny little. Why you running after this man that act like he don't want you? Then he wants you. Then he don't want you. Then he wants you. Like what? Uh, right. right. I mean, like Koga. Like go, just go, go be with Koga. Like what do you do? For you, ride or die, no matter what. Knowing you running off a whole other man, but like. <laughs> But you know, like right. this is grown up me. You know, kid me. Well, kid me was still like, "Why are you going after this dude?" That I'm bothered by you. At a young age, I'm like, "You got a whole man willing to give you his life and a tribe, but you, you over here going right." She had, she had more than one. Yes. She yep. had more than one. She had her her wannabe beau back home who was like, "Where's Kagome? Is she sick? Let me bring her some food. Let right. me be." The not boyfriend right? that she but, needs like, in her Kiko life. Was, I mean, Kiko was powerful. Uh, she was, she was a powerful it. priestess. And, I mean, she got her own issues. But I don't know. I just vibe yeah. more with her than I did with Kagome. Because, like, Kiko yeah. was very much like, oh, well, let me just interject myself and just cause strife. You know? Yeah. But she also, when she didn't want him, she didn't want him. <laughs> like, totally. She was very much like, I don't want you. But he just kept chasing mm-hmm. after. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I just, I just don't. Just 
Kiki Ocho's not my vibe. She, I mean, uh, Kogami was not my vibe. She just got on my nerves. <laughs> yeah. Very sad. You know what's so funny? Kiki was very much the the embodiment of yeah, that no, meme. She really oh, she passed away. Oh, because what she mm-hmm. died for real, for real. Okay. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I'm right. I mean, pretty much. I was like, oh. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> right. Anyway, uh, moving on. Basically, uh, I don't know. I just like. I just there's. I mean, mm. there's a vibe to her that I do like. There's things I don't like about her. Um. Uh, there's things I don't like about Inuyasha. There's a lot I don't like about Inuyasha. Same. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I, I do like, like to think that, like, that these are exactly. imperfect characters. Like, you know, I'm glad they trying to like do so good things. Because, you know, I can only watch so much feel good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, come on, y'all. This yeah, is that's true. You that's what gets on my nerves. I'm like, this um, is some bullshit. But anyway, I'm like, I can go into a whole other thing about that. But, much. you know, but, yeah. I, but I really want to do more cult, like, historical stuff because no. I was told no so much as a child. And now that I'm like, effing, I do what I want. You know, I'm doing yeah. that. I'm I'm doing an OC character, um, a Slytherin, my own Slytherin. That's gonna be another Victorian <laughs> gown. Um, oh shit! Oh shit! You know, I should do. I really should do a Ravenclaw. Like it, as much as I don't back uh, like, Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling anymore, I'm I'm still very much that, that, a Ravenclaw. That, like, that book yeah. series did have an impact on me as a child, um, because I was very much into it. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. before I knew about her trifling behind. Um, yeah, so, but, you know, I, I, I mean, yeah, I right. own books, like, I've owned them since they came out, so, like, it's not like she getting any more of my money, but, you know, I'm still very much into the, the you know, the wizarding world. Yeah. Like, I'm a dork. Like, I love it, you know, and so I'm going to just do my own minister of magic person <laughs> yeah. that's a Slytherin, um, bougie AF, Ooh. but, you know, and then, like, I have a whole cool. lineup of other, the, you know, like, stuff I want to do that's brown people in historical garb like I'm in a whole bunch of like Facebook groups for cosplay you know like uh, reenactors of color you know because mm-hmm. you just don't get you know the props it's just, it's just oh like God, I'm like yo we, we just pop up into existence yeah we really do right and so like that goes into um how how important do you feel it is to have positive black representation of characters in media like not just real life characters because obviously like i understand yeah, like in the ashka go man kikio they can be messy but like same thing in like an animation and like in real life as well like not that they need to be perfect yes. but they need to be redeemable they need to be characters that are like not just you know, real people who are just like shit all the time because i feel like there's so many that are just negative stereotypes and it's just like oh that makes Black I, I like really feel like um, monolith of stereotypes. It's like we need now. to we need to have a positive uh portrayal. Like Lovecraft Country, oh my god. You know. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I was just heard, about to bring <laughs> like how did how did you feel about that series? Because I think I last time I didn't finish it. it. Um and when I found out later that's what it was, me, me I too. was so mad that I couldn't like do what I was, you know, offered <laughs> to try and do, and um, but it was it's it's mm-hmm. refreshing, you know. Uh, another show that made me happy that mm-hmm. does have mm-hmm. its things, but Bridgerton, it was so nice 
to see brown people in Regency era. Oh, yeah. And that they actually had mm-hmm. Queen Charlotte portrayed as a brown woman because, yeah. you know, nobody knows back then what was what. But she, you look at pictures of Queen Charlotte and you're like, that's a black girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that they had a woman of color playing her. <laughs> you know, and it's just nice to, and you know, obviously yeah. that point of Europe was problematic AF when it comes to, you know, marriage and all this stuff. Um, but you know, it's nice to see yeah. them being redeemable and being shown in more than just modern uh tropes and uh you know that they're human too yeah. and they make mistakes, but it's not always the same stereotypical bull crap over and over and over and over and over again. You know, so I think it's very important so that our, our next generations are cognizant yeah. of you know, black people didn't just pop out of nowhere. Like, we didn't just show up. You know, we existed before this. You know, we, you know, like, I just think it's not fair that, you know, yeah, all these we really shows do. that are portraying is only, you know, non-BIPOCs. And when for a fact, we've been there like everybody else. So I get really excited when I see historical shows yeah. with people, brown people that aren't just servants. You know what I was saying? That aren't just, you know, them actually like Belle. Yeah. Belle was another one um, about a woman that was an aristocrat that was a brown mm-hmm. woman in the UK um, that held stature, but she couldn't hold the same level because mm-hmm. of her her parentage. You know, but her father still very much treated her like what she was. You know, yeah. she was his daughter, and she had her. Mm-hmm you know, aristocratic family, but she was still mm-hmm. looked down upon because her mother was not white, you know? So, I mean, it's, 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 I feel yeah. like that's stuff that needs to be known that we did hold positions. We did have important positions within other societies. Uh, we may have been taken from where we were, but we still uh, fought and got ourselves to positions that we, we, we fought for, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like more than just um like even though I'm a light-skinned woman I don't have like those tiny little European features like I, I do love to see not just women and femmes but black people yes. in the main role that don't just ha- that aren't just all light-skinned essentially like um passing yeah. or just yeah. have like these and, like, teeny tiny I, European I favorite features because I'm just like this woman, is colorism is very real within our own community you know and it's unfortunate. It's very much a thing that was like put for yeah. like put forth in the community by sure, white people, sure, really. Because they're okay, like, oh, you're you know, like, like all that shitty, know, like, those shitty, those okay. shitty, um, you know, like and it's, it's, it's sad that it's been ingrained, but I do, you know, feel mm-hmm. a lot better when it's not always, you know, very light skinned people. Um, and I trust me, like, my, my side of the family is like a myriad mm-hmm. of shades, like, it doesn't even phase me, you know, but like as a darker skinned woman it's it's mm-hmm. easier for me to connect with someone that's darker because it makes me feel like I'm accepted. You know what I'm saying? And that you don't always have to be a lighter complexion yeah. to be considered yeah. beautiful. You know? So when I when I see dark, like, oh my God, what is that model's name? Right. That really yeah. dark, uh, she's from Africa, I believe. Um, that model that's like dark and just skin is perfection. And <laughs> And, and she'd be rocking everything that she wears. And I'm just yeah. like, God, girl, like, you make me want to be darker. Like, dark girl. Like, she's... Her right. I, I love seeing that, though. Sick. I truly love to see it. Sick. 
exactly. I know. Beautiful like, skin. Nah, like, oh my god, let me get on my skin routine because goddamn. Why are you here? Um, but you know, I really, I really <laughs> tell people, um, you know, look, look into, you know, more history of blacks, uh, people of color in historical. Like, there's one book that I I'm reading mm-hmm. right now called Black Tutors: The Untold Story. Um, it's you know like it's mm-hmm. about you know like a black porter uh, whips a white man. Because he, you know, that was the, he had a position of power, mm-hmm. you know, um, a woman that was, yeah, like a woman that was of Moroccan descent, skin, she, you know, changed her thing, like she became a dressmaker, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's, there's people of color that existed. Um, mm-hmm. You just got to mm-hmm. find the books and it, it sucks that, um, yeah, like I mean, the Moors. Like it's like, taken so long for them to get their dues. More, you know, like and, and all these other stories where people yeah. are like, yeah, like I'm a because, because like, what? It's very unfortunate. Come on now, no people. People like to do that, and it's just like same thing with Black Irish, and they're like, oh well, it's 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 not. not? It's not seen as okay to be this or that, and I'm just like, oh, can, God, you can y'all just not? Like I can y'all fully I not. Just not just back to <laughs> like can we just you know? But like I love that stuff because like I love when I'm like okay, mm-hmm. all right. So we did exist, you know. And I feel like I really want to do that. Like that's why mm-hmm. hopefully when the world's not on fire anymore, you know, I can do more you know Ren fairs because I have friends that are yes. in the Ren fair and they're like y'all we need more representation like for real like all jokes mm-hmm. aside you know like I wouldn't be cast but I'll roll up with my first teacher mm-hmm. gown that I'm about to make you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And, you know, I'll be like, I'm here. Right. I have arrived. No, I am not part of your cast, but I am here. You know, like. <laughs> you must look upon me. Yes. Yeah. And see, that's what we want. And that's why I think people like you are very, very needed, not just in the cosplay community, but in the burlesque community, the nerdlesque community, just in the world. So I really, really appreciate not just you existing, definitely you existing, but also your voice oh, your opinion thanks. and what you put out into Appreciate the world it. on the internet i don't feel like i suck I'm playing. Yeah. um oh. yeah yes. it's just you know it's hard to when it's, it's hard when <laughs> and that's another thing that people you know i've met a lot of people that i consider very influential and they're just like i'm all right you know like and i, I think it's i think it's being humble you know i just have terrible self-esteem yeah. um but <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, lots of it. I think is very much taught for us to be humble, because like I, I was the same way as a kid. Like I'm sure I'm. You might have. You might. We may or may not have oh, like yeah, experiences right. where where someone like, oh, you're so gifted, you're so smart, you're so talented. But then like, yeah, right. And then as an adult, like that stuff like crushes yeah. you yeah. when you don't like live up to someone's expectations of you, and you're just like, oh my goodness. But then at the same time, people and, like, around you really, like like the adults will praise like, you, like but your peers will crush you. Being me, um. I don't feel like I'm doing anything, you know, and, you know, Mm -hmm. I won't lie. It was shocking when um, Mm -hmm. that picture was posted and it got reshared all over Facebook and on Instagram. And I jumped from Mm -hmm. 30, I don't know, 3,500 to almost 4,000 followers in a day. Um, That blew my mind. I'm like, what are y'all looking for? Because I'm going to tell you, (laughs) I post some random stuff on my Instagram. I don't. I don't know what you expected to see. 
you know, I don't, I don't do just costumes. Like, I, I do quilting too. So sorry. Um. Well, I have to. Well, mm-hmm. I was streaming. And you do Twitch streaming? Are you still Twitch streaming? Died, which is how I ended up with this giant iMac. Um, which was a whole nother fiasco mm. because I ended up with the one iMac that had okay. a faulty part. Um, so that yeah. took for, I mean, they, I mean, yes, it's brand new. So they had to oh, fix that for ninety nine. Um, but, um, uh, it took a while because I had to wait two weeks for the part and then all this Good. other crazy stuff because of COVID. And, you know, I stepped back mainly because I wanted to make sure my son mm. was good with his school. And um, but I am part of a weekly uh, D and D show on Tuesday nights called Oh my gosh! So it's called Nat Twenty One Adventures. Yeah, tell us all and about. It. Obviously, uh, my friend Paolo Gambonzo is the DM, mm-hmm. and there's like a nice little this t- this this season is all femme, which is hysterical. <laughs> um. Uh. So we're all different, you know, whatevers. And yeah. um, I've played guests or NPCs in other episodes before, but every Tuesday night at 8 Eastern, we have a new adventure or something going on. Uh, this past week was our Groundhog's Day adventure. <laughs> oh, my God. If y'all want to see some foolishness, yeah. y'all have to follow Nat21 on Twitch and just go watch the episode from Groundhog Day because it was just stupidity. Yeah. And, like, it's live. So like we're on the spot playing D and D. Think of Critical Role without yeah. Matt Mercer. So like, <laughs> yeah, it's on. That still sounds really fun though. Like, um, are they on Instagram or like Twitter at all? Do they repost the videos? One Adventures. Um, on Twitter it's Nat Twenty One. Let me see what it is on Twitter real quick. Um, but on Instagram it's at Nat Twenty One Adventures. On Twitter, it is Nat21. Let me make sure. Uh, it's at Nat21A. Um, because someone already had that. Um, and then on Twitch, it mm. is Nat21 oh. Adventures. It's really fun. We try to do some really crazy different stuff. Cool. Um, every Sunday is Sunday side quest. Mm. Um which is like a mm-hmm. random side quest for some of the old main characters or current main <laughs> characters. I uh, am not in today's because I have things to do. Um, but, and then like on Sundays we do haiku wrap ups. Um, so it's nice yeah. to not be in charge where I just show up in makeup <laughs> and play D and D. Um, but it's really yeah. fun if you're a tabletop nerd. Um, mm-hmm. There's also uh, another uh, group that is a queer group for tabletop it's called yas your uh your average adventuring show um and they're so much fun i'm doing a recording with them next week um and they do all kind of like non uh mainstream tabletop Mm -hmm. games um like fate the the fate system and all this other stuff you know outside of D. so like they do a lot of fun stuff too so um, it's nice to once again show up and play a game. Um, but I will get back yeah. to streaming once uh, my kid is situated and in a routine. And that way I know I can consistently mm-hmm. record stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, but you definitely got to get your I stuff situated first. Like, make sure it's solid. School. So I was like, you know what? Let me just oh, wait. Exactly. I'm like, I'm not in a rush. <laughs> yeah, just take your time. 
right I'm, I'm the exact same because like i'm trying to get my youtube stuff back going and i'm just like oh i got all yes. this stuff i have to do yes. like irl that's yes. making it hard to like take time to like, do I'm all here. the recording and editing <laughs> all this stuff I'm like yeah i totally feel you <laughs> yeah Hello. oh man you know it's fine i don't know how twitch works because someone else asked me to follow them on twitch and, they updated and i'm like i don't know too. how does this work where but, are the I mean, buttons you don't have you anything. know like in twitch is cool because i mean you still have to have an account to follow them mm-hmm. but you don't have to stream um you don't have to stream you can just be a follower oh, okay. or subscribe like it's like youtube think about like mm-hmm. youtube you can subscribe at different tiers and get like swag or like you know like for nat 21 adventures if you uh subscribe and at a certain mm-hmm. tier you can actually affect the game so um and then if you're part of the patreon you're called a patreon oh, saint fun. and you can actually like uh oh, throw down your yeah. points that you earn to like cause a nat 20 or a critical fail or a critical success or roll at distance so you can literally cause chaos as a non-player oh i love you i've had some really dirty grimy stuff done to me and it's hysterical. oh that sounds so fun like wait auto fail what no <laughs> Yeah, it's great though. Oh my god, that's so funny! <laughs> I love that. That's a really a really good way to have like um, like interaction integrated into mm-hmm. the show itself, like into the content. That's fun. Ugh. Well, all right. I will. I guess good? I will finish consuming a bunch of your time up today. But um, <laughs> thank you. For but I want to say thank me. you so much for being here with me today, and I hope to see. Yeah, I hope to see you do more stuff with not just Black History Month and 28 Days of Black Cosplay because you're going to freaking kill it. You're always doing amazing. And right? hopefully we get out of this pandemic soon so we can like do some more cool right? performances in real freaking life. Um, and I just have one more thing. I just want to recommend you. Yes. I don't know. Have you seen Batman Beyond? Okay. And I'm sure someone has probably said this to you. Um, because I recently saw this and I was like, oh, now I wish I had this hair that I could do it. Um, if you're looking for like a possibly quick cosplay to do, if you have it, I'm not saying that you need to like sell the whole thing. Um, with your hair being as pink as it is right now, you could cosplay Max oh, from Beyond, his best friend. Right. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's an idea, huh? Now I have to actually go and see. It's funny when I watch it the first time, I don't really pay attention to detail. But if I end up cosplaying, I have to go back and look at stuff and get screenshots and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. I- I'll send you a post that I saw with like a bunch of different yeah, outfits send me and stuff that, that she wore. I'm like, and I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. I was like, I'm- yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, <laughs> I'll send it to you. <laughs> to think about this now yeah i better do it before my hair is still this hot pink because that was an accident <laughs> i mean i wanted it pink, oh, I, did. I, th- I thought you wanted it to be like that um, color like that bright the wrong toner hmm. and it came out hot pink like, oh i mean i love it it took a couple of days because it was shocking at first. it looks great um because i was doing like pastels and purples and stuff and i ended yeah. up like soft pinks and i was like oh i really want to match you know, for this photo shoot that I'm doing, let me just do a nice, vibrant pink. Yeah, I came out neon. My husband was like, did you mean to do that? 
And then I look up in the mirror and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I was like, it's here now. Sorry. I guess not, but here it is. It lives here. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Fun. And I live here in my recording closet. <laughs> Thank you. For Thank you so much for being on with me today. I really appreciate and, um, your time. Yeah, hopefully mm-hmm. next time, uh, if we do this again, I'll just go hide in my room and tell my husband to take the kids for a walk. So, yeah. Yeah, right. I'll definitely have you on for like another like general like nerd less burlesque episode to like get in uh-huh. all the questions that we couldn't get in this time like we did last time. And um Yeah, we got because that was like that four day. hours, six hours? No. Yeah. Um and also Okay. Probably like I an Inuyasha episode. Have you watched Yashihime? Oh. The new series? I have not watched it after I Oh my god, we can talk about it. <laughs> and um I just Oh I watched it to a point. Let me put it that way. And yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't like, I gone through like all of it. Like I'm at like episode ten or nine or something. I had a lot of problems with that. Ooh. Yeah, I think it was just like confirmed I, I, I canon. I was like, is this real? Is this fake? What is this? And then it was confirmed canon. I was like, see, I have yeah. so many problems like, with what? this. Like why? Why right, do I like, have to do that? Yeah. Do that? Mm-hmm. But Sis daddy was fine though. Mm-hmm. I was like, we just gonna sleep on him? Is that on his daddy? That's true. That fine though. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> what? Right? Wait a minute. Oh. Right. No, the thing is real all over the freaking the Facebook groups from wrestling. A- like, oh my god y'all, y'all went from oh my god yes. everything's scary to step on me what right but i thought it was, someone said it was resident evil but it's not resident evil it's like a resident evil like it's resident evil thing I, it might like be a spin-off of resident evil but yeah that's part oh, of the, the village thing, yeah um with um yeah chris redfield does make an appearance from the last one um it's still part of it it's 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 following mm. that guy uh what's that dude's name oh my you know when he was getting chased by dmx uh <laughs> wait did you see that what? Wait, did you see the that mod guy, for that game like where they had uh every time the dude would show up all of a sudden you start hearing x go and give it to you because it was mr x and I'm gonna have to find. Oh, you know, like, to I did not see that. that. Every That's time he gets close though. to you, DMX starts playing. <laughs> I was. That's like, so funny, but that's also that oh, seems very helpful. <laughs> we just going. Oh, okay, but it was dude, the first time it happened. <laughs> we I really went that way. Okay, I was like, I can't with these people. They black 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 gamers and went ham on it. Yeah. Right, I'm I'm loving it though, honestly. Yes. Like, and all the cosplays that are coming out from was it Lady D, and like her her little like disciples who were just like they like 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 fun like, little like witchy goth daughter. girls. I'm like, okay, all, this is fun. Lady Dimitrescu is a nine foot tall vampire woman. You really think that's her kid? Kids? Right, like, she had no kids. She might, I was like, and then they turn into a swarm of bats. They have no kids. Bees they all adopted. Whatever it is, I'm like. Really, I I just wanna I wanna wait for this game to come out so I can watch the playthrough because I 
I watch playthroughs because right, that's what I, I know if I sit down and play some of these games, I'm never going to get my head out of it. Um, and I can't do that. So, yeah. Uh, Same. No, they're terrifying, but they're also fun. Oh, yeah. So fun that I want to see other, that someone else play it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we could definitely go into more of that kind of stuff next time. Because, I mean, you do more gaming than I do, but it's still fun to talk about. So, yeah, thank you so much for being here with me today, May. I look forward to the next time we can rant on at length. <laughs> Bye. You have a great day, my dear, okay? Bye.